Pops Podcast, and it is a very, very special episode today because, as you can tell, I'm not in my bedroom in the UK. I am out here in Irvine, California, from the Blizzard offices. So for our first ever in-person Group Pop Podcast, I'm super excited. I hope you guys are excited, and let me introduce my guests because uh, I'm sure they're excited too. So over here, uh, this is also unusual because usually I'm talking about where their cameras positioned in the Discord call, but today. Right next to me on the couch is my man Boger. Boger, what's up? Yo, what's up, guys? Nice to meet you in person as well. That's pretty I cool. I know. And glowing as ever next <laughs> to him is Faria. Faria, what's up? Hey, how's it going, guys? Awesome. And with me, joining me, I'm honored, Overwatch's premier tournament organizer and Pulse Bomb Whipper. <laughs> it's J3. Bald. Bald. Okay. Hello, chat. Small three, wait, ban that person. <laughs> <laughs> behave, chat, behave. We can see you right now. We've got a big monitor here that tells us exactly what you're saying. Yeah, ban the guy that said CGI hair. <laughs> <laughs> wait, can we find that guy? <laughs> this is going to be half the podcast. We're going to point at people saying, yeah, like, I'm shit. Just ban that guy. We've got the devs right here, so if you say some bad shit, we can get your like, yeah. Battle.net account and get you banned right here. So just Everything bear that mute. in mind. Okay, guys, so it is an awesome time to be an Overwatch player. Season 9 has just dropped. We've been all playing it, and you know we've gotten to play some Overwatch here as well. It's been a lot of fun. So let's first hear from my guests about their general overall impressions on season nine. So we'll start with Jay. Actually, the to prove his CGI hair is uh, real. Jay, how have you been feeling about the new season? Uh, so far, I've been feeling fantastic. Um, I used to before season eight or before season nine. I used to play Overwatch, but like get tired of like three to four hours in. But now I feel like I could do the... Overwatch is in such a good spot where I feel like I could do those 10-hour streams again right? and want to keep playing. So that's, that's where I am right now. That's cool. That's the most important part, I think, is like that you're, you're not feeling obliged. Because streamers, we kind of yeah, have to... Yeah, no. I feel like after like what I used to do, three to four hours, I would get tired and didn't even want to play the game. So I kind of wanted to like do variety. But now I feel like... Because I love Overwatch, and now I feel like I could play more. Awesome. More J3. I like it. Okay. More well, we'll, get, we'll get into more detail in a moment, but again, we're just going to get the big general thoughts here. Safria, so, how about yourself? The match quality in, in games has never been this consistent. Like, Not I true. remember when, in, back in Overwatch 1, when we had like the numbered SR, it's like the games that you would only get at 4200 and up are the games that you get like every single game now. Like, everyone's in comms, they're trying their hearts out, and it's like people care again. And it's nice having that kind of consistency and that moment when you load into a game knowing that, okay, this can go either way and I have a say in it. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. And of course, I know you're very excited about the, the Farah changes, so <laughs> we're going to talk it's all late, about late, that. Late, late. A little bit later, we're going to talk all about <laughs> that. But first, Boger. I hate it. I'm going to be a hater. Season 9 <laughs> sucks. Hans is broken. Mercy needs a nerf. Terrible stuff. No, Mercy I'm needs a nerf. Well, you're <laughs> done, bro. You're done. You're, you're done. already that's on it, Twitter, it. Reddit. Your account heels hidden, popping no, off. Okay, okay, okay. So jokes aside, I like season nine. It's good. Uh, <laughs> I like it. It's good. The only thing is that so cues play against stacks a lot, and that's really annoying. But I like everything. I think balance wise, pretty good. And I like. Uh, I, okay, I like stacking with friends in GM. That's cool. But you know, when you're so cute, it sucks. But I think it's the first. Positive Overwatch season in a long time. The devs didn't hear me, right? Yeah. That's true. I mean, obviously the shill accusations are going to be very strong today, yes. but I do think that this is potentially one of the best balance patches and changes seasons that they've, they've probably ever put out. You true. Know, especially in Overwatch 2, but probably for like years in the history of Overwatch 1 as well. So It's good content. There's a lot of good content right now. Like yeah, you can play I agree. With friends. 
Yeah. I agree. Oh, that's not good content. I queued, I five stacked. Last time I five stacked, I went four and 13. I was still yep. stuck in Masters. Yeah, but that's because you stack with bad players. You just pee better. Ooh. So, skilly. <laughs> I, so you're saying I need new friends. Yeah. Well, okay. just uh, we can stack. Really if we stack, we win every game. Too. <laughs> I promise you. I don't know if I want a Life Weaver one trick. No, bro, I'm a Winston player. I have 70% win rate. I'm the GOAT, bro. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk then some more detail. Uh, before we went into Season 9, there was a lot of talk on social media and on YouTube videos with very over-exaggerated thumbnails that or what's being dumbed down that let's talk about the hitbox changes that that was going to kind of ruin the game and make it easy as hell didn't so, jay say the game was getting dumbed down well i was going to oh, take him over it, too i didn't Mr. say J3. it was getting dumbed down so when i visually saw the hitbox changes like i didn't ex like the day before the patch like there was a visual of how big everything was getting and, I, and there was like a soldier model and i was like what is this and uh so i was hating on it but then it got when I actually tried it, it, it feels a lot better. And I think I, I did say I think the health changes as well was a lazy thing. But I do feel like with the flow of the game and the new DPS passive, it's a lot better. Mm. And, it, yeah. and it's you know I don't think you're. It's not like we're calling you out, even though we love to. I am. I, yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you were alone in that feeling. And I think especially when you see those clips of like the hitboxes in the training range, it did feel. Yeah, I feel like it's easier to like judge something because well, I do it all the time without trying it and right. when I actually did try it it, it felt a lot better right. I do feel like some things can be fixed but I think we are on the right path to you know a better better games like yeah. Widow I think Widow can be changed and they, they did in the recent patch change Widow yes. a little bit so I haven't experienced that yet no we haven't gotten to play too much since the since the recent patch obviously we're out here but thank God they nerfed Mercy again. <laughs> I'm so Wait, did they? <laughs> they nerfed Mercy, yeah. What did they, they do? The project outside. They, they nerfed her. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, you, could, you could shoot over here yeah, and yeah, someone yeah, over there yeah, and it's a headshot. Yeah, that's true. Mercy player is absolutely crying right now. Skst has been depressed while yeah. while she's been here. She's just Some crying jobs. over, crying over Mercy. But that's the hit scan POV for Riha. How about you? <laughs> How is the? Uh, Para projectile POV on the hitbox oh, changes. Oh wow, you know that feeling when you're playing your best ever game and you're just like hitting shots you never hit? That's every game now. But it's like, it's, it's a consistent manner and you still miss, right? The thing is, I think that people have a way of going to the training range and expecting the hitboxes to match one-to-one -one with what we see. It's never been that. Even if you um, go pre-patch and you look at Idiati's like gun, you can move like a whole head off of the target and that's a headshot. And there's a bunch of things, even with hitscan projectiles, that are more forgiving in the game. If you look at Roadhog Hook, oh my god, that thing, okay, try Roadhog Hook against a tracer, this was even pre-patch, you move an entire tracer over or above her, you still hit the hook. Really? Yeah. Never even knew that. Yeah. I have Unsalt Assault as my tank, usually playing Hog, and he, you know, there's never a hook landing. Is that why you're like, it's playing by your losing. He was my tank for that day. This really tells a lot. I mean, I don't need any incentive to bring down the hog anti-hog propaganda. But Boger, how about yourself? Is the as the tank slash life we remain? I think people that complain about tank right now are cooked a bit. I think tank is good. I know, I like it. I think it's good. I think Winston is good. Salt always complains yeah, that tank is the worst. Yeah, because he's a Roadhog one he, trick. He complains that First, Salt tank always, is in the worst position. Salt always complains, yes. full stop. Second of all, he plays Roadhog, which is the worst tank right now. True. <laughs> like Reinhardt, Roadhog players are complaining the game is the worst, uh, but they're playing the worst characters right now. So what, what is the point? Let them cook. 
But Winston <laughs> is fine. I think it's good. I think Sigma is nice. Ball players are eating well. Diva players are eating well. I think it's just you need to position a lot better because you can't take poke. A lot of people keep taking poke because they expect to get healed to max instantly, but they can't get healed to max anymore because the DPS passive mm -hmm. and the more health. So they take poke and they go in and they die. And it's just a skill issue. I love the DPS passive. Skill issue. Yeah. I think it's really good. I think it's a fan yeah, fantastic. Yeah. We're not. I feel like I'm not playing a useless class. <laughs> yeah, I think DPS like one of the best right now. Like, right, before so it's like one of the worst. Sorry. So there's a lot to unpack yeah, there. Yeah. So I want to I want to unpack it each in turn. So let's start with the tank roll since we brought that up and since Unsolved Assault is catching so many strays. I think I think when you know we talk, let's talk about the health changes a little bit as well because I think when they were announced, myself and others were pretty skeptical at how kind of broad stroke the changes were. It was like everyone's got more health. Yeah. And of course that has exponential ramifications because some heroes benefit a lot more than others and you never know how that's going to play out. I think it's actually come out really well overall. Like I think it mostly it feels good and the time to feel the time to kill feels good. So there has been this discussion though around tank that once more tanks are the ones that suffer, they're getting discorded and of course Zenyatta's gotten a little bit of a nerf, but not the discord orb. So Flats is probably crying about that one somewhere. Hello Flats. Um so Discord Orb, the DPS passive, and tanks feel like they're under scrutiny again, they're under pressure, they're the one role whose job it is to take all the heat. I personally have played a good amount of tank, and I actually feel like Boger that it's over-exaggerated. My hot take would be that tanks at the moment are what supports were like at the launch of Overwatch 2, which is that they're good, people just need to get used to them. Mm -hmm. Remember in, in the launch of Overwatch 2, I felt like a lot of support players, it was like a very different shift in play style, right? Support players had to adapt to a different way of playing, and it felt not great. And of course, on top of that, to compound, they didn't have a lot of new heroes. So I understand that there wasn't a lot of new content for them. But I think the idea that they were a weak role was a little bit over-exaggerated. And I think the same is happening with Tank a little bit. Yes, Roadhog, Reinhardt maybe are not the best. But I think a lot of Tanks are very viable and they get a lot of value. I feel like I can live a lot. I feel like I can make a lot of plays. You just have to learn to, when you're being tagged by the DPS passive, when you're on a Discord orb, now that they've either seven second change, you can just wait out the Discord or come back later. And you gotta wait to be fully healed before you run in. So yeah. I think those are the counterplay. big... Counterplay. <laughs> yeah, so go ahead, Freya. Talk to me about the counterplay, because I know this is something you're very keen on emphasizing. I just, okay, this is gonna be a little controversial. It's gonna upset some people. But I think that these changes are weeding out the players who only know how to play poke. Where you are a wall of flesh against another wall of flesh, and you're both unkillable and the fight lasts five minutes, and it is only you are only spared from your suffering when one of the Hanzos, somebody, hits a headshot, and then boom, everything just falls over, right? Crumbles. And the thing is, it's punishing this playstyle that was rewarded in previous seasons, because with Discord, with Zen being so rampant, with things just exploding the way they could before, right? It was this scenario where people stopped playing in creative and the like innovative flanky kind of ways and you more so got incentivized to stay with your team. And that's the thing that is being dismantled by these projectile changes, by the DPS passive, by the health boost, because you can take the initial burst of damage still, that's still even, but you have to know how to stop it. And you have to use intentionality to, to break through these standstills so that you can actually do something. And I think that's a really, really good step for the game because this means that, yeah, poke can still exist, but like brawl and dive can also exist now. And it's rewarding decision making and actual uh, commitment to a play instead of just like accidentally shooting someone a mile away and like, oh, you got the kills. Yay. 
Yeah, I think that's a very reasonable way of summarizing yeah. it. Jay, do you agree with that? Do you feel like... I, I can agree with it. Mm -hmm. uh, how I feel like uh, what Tank is specifically... Um, now I've only played with a few, tank, a few Tank players, but I feel like they don't understand, in my opinion, I guess everyone's opinion is <laughs> different. <Wow>. The Tank <laughs> role... I'm, I'm not trying to call anyone. I think the Tank role is is a role that's not supposed to like I feel like for a very long time it seemed like a strong more a more yeah, stronger actually DPS with more health. Uh, sometimes tank players have more damage than the DPS, but I feel like that's not their primary role. Their primary role is to go in, create space. You know, if you do get discorded, I think it was you that said it. If you get if you're playing Devo or you're playing ball and you get discorded, you can hide behind a wall get that Discord orb off of you and then go in because you can't get Discorded again for seven seconds. So then that's like your window to, to make a play. So I feel like, and plus Wrecking Ball, like I think, I don't know who said it, I think it was Karki or someone, but like if you go in a Wrecking Ball and you slam, you like you have a lot of health, you have a lot of sustain, you're rolling, it might not look like you're doing a lot. It might look like, if you're on the team, it might look like your ball is just feeding and you're like, <laughs> what, what is my ball doing? But then on the other team, you're like, get the ball, get the ball, he's rolling away. So it's like two different things. That's how I see it. Yeah, I think, I think, you're, pointing to a, I think you're pointing to a good problem, though, that as a lot of tank players, the reason why I think they do get upset is that a lot of their value isn't always obvious to see, right? <laughs> can it's, we ban Jody? I see. Jody is right there. Jody's in chat right she's now. She's just giggling with her laptop face. She's right there. Right there. I just want to say I get bullied by everyone, even Blizz staff. It's true, guys. It's not exclusive to the Overwatch community. Everyone out here in Irvine knows J3's bold. So yeah, I think I think a lot of tank players, they they feel like their role isn't as fun because it's much harder to tell when you're doing the right things. Like, they, that is, I think, a fundamental core problem that Overwatch probably needs to address at some point in some way. I don't have an obvious answer how. When the enemy really team is backing away, Morgan Freeman comes onto the, the mic and is like, space created. Exactly. <laughs> that would be great. I mean, yeah, that would be a great integration I would actually want to see beyond a John Cena. But, um, yeah, Bulger, I want to I ask you, as someone who obviously plays a lot of tank, and you've, you've, I'm sure, heard no doubt from members of your community or people who come to you about, I play tank and, you know, I think I'm making space, but it doesn't seem like my team is capitalizing or I don't know if I'm doing the right thing or not. Do you feel like this is a fundamental problem we're watching okay, to kind of get listen, around? Okay, I, I, okay, I really hate people that... Uh, okay, I hate people, yeah. I hate people, people full stuff. <laughs> can no, we get five gifted for Can that? we get five gifted? <laughs> yeah, anyway, I really despise when people get new changes, like when we get new changes in the game, like season nine, and people refuse to update the way they play the game, change it, and instead force down, uh, like they force the same playstyle they had for years. It doesn't work, and then they complain that it doesn't work. It's like, just change how you play, change the heroes you play a bit, you know? Every character can't be meta forever. You know, you can't always play Hulk. I can't always play Winston. Maybe it's time to play some Sigmas. Maybe it's time to play something else. You have so many choices, right? So I feel like it's a skill issue most of the time, I'll be honest. I never skill see issue. I never see the high-ranked tank players complain. Like the people Ooh. that like KSA, Vistola, you know, Hulk and stuff, maybe. I don't Hulk know about, all No, the but time. I don't know about any people, you know? <laughs> I know about EU, so I don't know. But I can't say the story, they're just grinding, still getting rank one. They're playing Sigma, playing D.Va, you know? They're running down, like, uh, killing everything, winning the game. People that complain that they create space and team doesn't follow, 
skill issue again. Like, why are you creating space for people like Jay Free when they can't get any kills, bro? Just get the kills yourself, you know? You gotta lock in, right? So, I think all of this complaining is exaggerated because people don't like changes, and when changes happen, they True. refuse to update the way they play, and then they complain about it everywhere, and everyone's like, oh, thank you so bad. Thank isn't that bad. Like, relax, just play something else. Change your play style, it's fine. I do feel like each character has a different play style. Yes. You can't you can't play the same on Reinhardt as you would on Wrecking Bard or Winston. Also, I heard yeah. you complaining about one tricks. One tricks? Yeah, you're right. just saying like <laughs> you have to do different characters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about one tricks? I okay, I prefer one trick than people that flex to multiple things. I prefer really? a one trick to you know someone what? who counter swaps after one fight. The, I, the reason why I prefer one tricks is because one trick, I know they've grinded this hero, they might be bad at it, but you know they have some <laughs> understanding of it. But people that say they can play everything, I think these people are usually bad. Well, I can play most of yeah, the DPS. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not talking about you. You still wow. have characters you're, you, you're most comfortable on, right? You're being nice for the camera, but okay, camera, you, you suck, Jay. You, you yeah, suck. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the real right. bugger. Salt, salt was carrying your ass, bro. You were four and thirteen. Right? He, was, he wasn't carrying anything. You can't even trying. carry yourself out of bed. But I prefer one tricks on my team. I'll be honest. Really? Okay. It depends. If it's a tank one trick, I think you lose the game. I think it's a DPS one trick. You can still win and support one trick. You can still. But win. this, so this, that mm. speaks though. That I think I'm trying. I'm trying to represent the tank players here. I'm trying to think what my boy Flats would be saying right now if he was on this couch. Buffed Reinhardt. Oh, he's gonna and be I, in the I think this range for four hours. That's true. <laughs> yes. He'd be he wanting fire strike buff, pin buff. But I think I think what tank players like what you just illustrated there is another frustration for tank players. Like, well, I can one trick as a DPS yeah. and be fine. I can one trick as supporters and be fine. Why can't I play the tank I want to play and not be so hard punished by the game? So Jay, I know you're pretty anti one tricking, but how, do you have any sympathy for the tank players in particular? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I feel like. Back to the one-tricking, I feel like there's almost, what, there's 39 characters in the game right now. I feel like you should be able to play more than one character. At least two in your own role. I don't disagree like with that. There's like 12 whole tanks. There's, yeah, yeah, I feel like I you should at least know. Tanks. Yeah, but, but it's way easier to one-trick on support and DPS. You can one-trick uh. like Zen, you can one-trick Luce, you can one-trick more and still win the game. But if you one-trick Winston or Roadhog, the enemy team knows you get countered and you lose the game. Well, Nobody's gonna okay. go five things to counter a Junkrat. Nobody cares about that. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't pick the fires and stuff, but still, it's, it's Maybe. the focus doesn't come on you. you can can, still, even if they counter pick you, they're not yeah, gonna focus you. If your much. Junkrat dies every fight, you can still win the game, but if your tank dies every fight, you can't win the game. Right? That's true. Yeah. So are you feeling a little bit more sympathy now, Jay? No. No, still not. <laughs> no. Hey, what about you? Do, you? do you any stock in the feelings of the tank players? Man, I, I feel like tanks have a disproportionate weight on their shoulders. And um, the majority of my games that feel like truly unwinnable, of like, I simply don't have opportunities to do stuff, are always tank divs. And it's on some of them being being boosted by the, <laughs> the, the poke. No, 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 no. Like if you if you're up there playing Arisa, like fuck it, go go crazy. No, I, I, do, I do agree. With you. I feel like some people are boosting. Yeah, like it's it's different. It's different hitting a rank on Arisa <laughs> than it is hitting a rank on Diva Winston. Yes, right. Yeah. Look, if you're playing like Winston or something, you need to learn like Sigma. And then you need to learn a rush tank and good like learn yeah. one of each like one dive. I was tank, just gonna say yeah. Yeah, one, one poke tank and one rush tank, and you're good to go, right? Yeah, that's my opinion. Yeah, I know. I know. So for you, has already come with the spicy takes. I know you're already holding back some more spicy takes because you've kind of called tank <laughs> players boosted. No, I feel like not all of them. Oh, okay, so there, are, there are some, and you know, this podcast loves to shit on a Risa player, so that's a bingo card <laughs> hit. 
But I feel like you're the next area I want to take it to now is supports. We've talked about tanks, we've talked about supports. We'll get to DPS in a moment. You mean healers. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I can hear him footsteps. He's coming. <laughs> I don't know what you mean, healers. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, on this podcast, usually we're accused of either tank propaganda or support propaganda, but now we've got the DPS propaganda in full effect. So, support, play. I'll let, I'll let Jay go off first. I've got, I know Faria's got her own takes. But, Jay, you have been one of the most vocal advocates of the healer, not support. It's like a support, not healer. And True. right now, support players feel like their impact is way lower with this new patch. Like Good. With, with healing being so much worse. <laughs> Good. Doesn't that hurt your healer, not support argument? No, I feel like healers, not supports, <laughs> I feel like healers have been playing a very broken role for a very long time, and yet when there is a nerf to them, they always cry. And I'm saying how it is that supports have been broken. Uh, you know, they do a lot of DPS. If I'm 1v1ing a, a, a support, most of the time as a DPS, a I'm support? gonna lose. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm just saying, no, even as, a, even as a tank, you could 1v, uh, like Kiri, Kiri is broken. She has a lot of... Okay, listen, if you lose a 1v1 on tank against a Kiri, you're just garbage. I've seen you do that. <laughs> You've not seen me do that. You've not seen me. All right, we'll stick the point. We'll stick okay. the point. I feel like <laughs> your primary thing as a support player should be healing. I've seen a lot of people DPS, and I don't think you should only DPS when your team is all full health. If you're in the middle of a fight and people are need healing, you shouldn't be focusing on trying to kill the other. That's a cook take, bro. No, your support. This is more of the Warcraft. Your support to the team is is that sleep no. dart, is that anti. Is that ah. Susan? That's your support ability, oh, but your man. primary ah. thing should be healing. You can't always rely on your team. If, like if you have boner fart on your team and you heal both. <laughs> so I can't game. rely on my team. So what? Uh, so what's the point of a team-based game? Bro, if you always rely on your team, you're never gonna climb. You need to be more solo. In a pro, it's you know. Listen, in pro setting, I agree with you. Oh, but you're talking solo, about in rank. I'm talking okay. about rank. In solo queue, you can't rely on healing boner fart and him getting five kills every game. <laughs> this is gonna happen. You need to be more oriented towards damage. In pro play, I agree with you. That is completely correct. Utility mm. and healing, that is the main focus. You shouldn't be DPSing. But in, in solo queue, you want the experience to be consistent. And if you always heal people and you keep losing games because you're solo or dual queue, it feels bad. You need something to do, you know? Don't you agree? Like in solo queue, you want to be more... You wanna be I more want proactive. My, like, I want my teammates to do their job. Yeah, but you can't rely <laughs> on teammates doing your job. Look at Life Weaver, you know? Life Weaver. Oh my <laughs> exactly. god. Exactly. Like, Life Weaver can't get oh, kills. No. You're <laughs> you still have PTSD I with do, Life Weaver. But my bro. point is you can heal bot, you can save them every fight, but still lose the game because you can't make the kills. Because you rely on your teammates being decent. This from the That's man who spent like so 10 minutes right straight flaming so his diamond days <laughs> about yeah, it if it's yeah, like high elo or pro play. But on average, the average person playing the game, you can't consistently hope that your teammates are good enough that you pocket them and you win the game. Wow. I have thoughts on this. So, I don't, think, I don't think going on the offensive versus going on the defensive are the same thing, nor are they valued equally. So, in the poke meta, being on the de defensive was decidedly better because you're not putting yourself in danger and out of position to try to confirm kills. But I used to fence, and in fencing, there are like tiny millisecond differences between when the tip of your sword will like touch somewhere on the other person. And it's like these little microseconds of like flicks that you have to aim for, and it's always, always better to go on the offense. And I really think that in Overwatch, the most fun games are when you get to do that. Right when you're pushing into them and you're using your alts first and you're trying to make those decisive plays, 
and being reactive is always worse. So like I've always hated the games where I have to keep a Malga or a, a Roadhog up and I'm just heal botting and I have no choice but to do that because they're always critical versus the games where I actually have a little bit of room to like edge my tank and my DPS and like keep them alive but just barely and edge him, yeah, and I like I go off and I, I, I kill four on Kiriko, you know like it's see that's it's not fun. that should not be a thing you should not kill four on Kiri. What a solo I don't think you can kill four with Kiri anymore to be honest. No, Kiriko feels buff. awful in the new season. I, I think because, she feels awful now. Because her protectile well, sizes like make it so that if you're aiming at her head, aiming at people's heads, it just hits their also gun or their hands. When you have a Zenyatta throwing orbs the yeah, size okay, of school then, buses, yeah, I, agree then I, I agree that some <laughs> supports deal too much damage. I disagree with that. But I think dealing damage is fun. And second of all, who do you think climbs more in ranked in like plat or something? The guy that kills everyone or the guy that heal bots? Well, I mean, in Plat, it's a lot different. Yeah, in Diamond or in fucking Masters as well. I don't, you know? I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, but, but I mean, so many players are in Plat. So, do you are you fine with them heal botting, or do you want them to DPS as well? Well, I feel like in Plat, I feel like, no offense, people. Damn, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> offense is about they, they, to be made. No, 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 I like tank players don't understand. They'll just stand in the open and take a lot of damage. They don't understand to if you're taking damage or you have a Discord orb, go behind a wall. Like hide for a few seconds. Wait until your health goes fully up and then go. <laughs> so so yeah. the support player in plat, what do you what do you advocate? I'm, I'm solidifying J3's philosophical stance. What do you advocate bro. for? Should they should they heal bot? Should they go for the DPSing? I feel like they should heal. You should heal the tank that doesn't know how to play the <laughs> well, game. No, I mean to some extent you should be very, I'm a very nice person. Be like, hey, tank player, you should stop feeding. Please, you think what, I can't. You know the answer. To, you know what they're gonna like answer it. back, right? They're gonna instantly flame you, right? You know <laughs> that. You know that first fact. I I've never been flamed once. Nice. No, no chance. You never. <laughs> okay, now this man is straight up lying. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> I, I okay. Yeah. Are you are you at all convinced by the arguments made by Free and Boger that there's a value in the DPS support? I, I've never said fun. there was. You what? can't DPS. I feel like you should take care of your team first totally. and then DPS it's, second. It should never come at the detriment. It should never Sometimes be a mora in the backline. Oh, okay. Sometimes it should. <laughs> oh, if your teammate, like, if your teammate's one in ten, I'm not healing him. Let him die. Bro. Let him go okay, one fifteen. Let, let me paint well, you then a picture. Then you're gonna get. No, I'm gonna win the game. It's a four round <laughs> game on Junker. Wait, on support when yeah. you're playing support because yeah. you're playing a broken role. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I agree with that. <laughs> Listen, okay, let me paint a picture. So you're, you're you're on four rounds of Junker Town. Would you rather have the uh, the Kiriko or the Baptiste on your team, uh, or, or both teams? They both have 20k healing. Would you rather have the one that has 800 damage, or would you rather have the one that has 10,000? 10,000. Well, if you have 20, wait. So you have 20k healing and 10,000 damage, uh -huh. and the other deep and the other support has 800 damage and 20k healing. Yeah, I don't, even, I don't think it would be. Let's let's. I think the person that has 800 DPS, so like 10,000 yeah, damage, 10,000 healing versus let's say 20,000 healing, 800 damage. I think that's a more. Fair. I think that's more fair because if the person has 820,000, this has 10,000, 20,000. I feel like that 800 damage should un uninstall. <laughs> that's like, true. That's not, true. Like that's yeah. the worst player. But if, but if yeah. it's like even 10,000, yeah, 10,000, the, 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 the numbers are are even, but they're split differently. Would you rather? I would rather have the twenty thousand healing. You rather have the healing? No. Yeah, I would rather have. The I 20, think if you have twenty thousand healing, you probably lose the game. I don't I, think so. I, I think it's, so. The, the, the number itself is hypothetical. We're just trying to I've talk about what you split. I've had many games with 20,000 healing on Life Weaver. It's so easy to do. And we know and you, you lose the game. We know you, you lost lose the game. When you're playing Life Weaver, you deserve to lose. No, it's <laughs> not true. <laughs> yes. but, but you want, okay, you want support healers to heal and heal bone support Wait. the team, but then you don't like Life Weaver. 
Well, it's life, exactly. I, just, I feel like there's no. I don't like Life Weaver. I feel like there's other player, uh, other characters in the game. Those kids are a lot yeah, better. Yeah, because they do more damage. <laughs> no. Yes. Oh no. Kiri Ko does more damage. Zen does more damage. I would damage. rather have yeah. a Mercy on my team than a Life Weaver. Does Mercy do a lot of damage? Yes. You play Ash. No, ain't no way. Yes, Mercy well, does more Ash. damage than Life Weaver. I play Ash on certain maps, and, and Mercy can damage moves. <laughs> and if I see a Mercy or someone lock, locks Mercy, I go a character that the Mercy can pocket because it doesn't matter yes, if I. But, but, okay, 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 yeah. fellas. All right. We're, <laughs> so we're, we're straying from the path of God here. So you would rather have the heal buff. You would rather have both. Of you would rather have the support doing the damage. Yes. Okay. So there's like there's the split. That's what we that's what we come here for. We you come can, here for the split. You can feel it when they don't. I think I think I would also rather have the damaging. Uh, <laughs> I think there's nothing I dislike more when I'm playing tank than the mercy life weaver duos or the Mora mercies like the non-utility having supports. So I think I also would advocate for a little bit of DPSing. But hey, J3 is allowed his opinions, and this no, is no. MS7 agrees with me. He, they should heal. Yeah, this is an open invitation. If you get in the J3's mean, games, oh, can we get MS7 in here to confirm? I talked to him before I came in here. I was like, hey, support or healer? And he was like, I personally, I personally think they should heal. You can 100% believe exactly what he's saying. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Well, I don't look like a person that would lie. All right. You're my best friend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've talked about tank, we've talked about support. Now let's go over to the DPS category. So you guys have already kind of alluded to that you, you like the DPS passive, you think it's effective. I'm going to take it to Boger first, as the person who probably plays the least DPS out of the, out of the couch, couch crew here. Boger, DPS passive, the, the too only, much, DPS too strong. The only thing I don't like is that I don't know when I'm being affected by it, right? That's true. I feel like it's really, I can't like determine how effective it is sometimes. I see that I'm getting healed less, but like I, it's kind of hard to determine, so that's kind of annoying. But uh, I think maybe from 20 to 15% would be fine. Like maybe it's too much for some characters because Kiriko barely heals right now, right? Like it's so, on a, I think Kiriko went from one of the best to one of the worst ones right now. Like I don't think she's that good. Her cleanse is really good. Her ult is really good, but her damage, she can't two shot anymore and she can't heal that much. So maybe, uh, but I think it's fine on tank. I don't think it's that bad. I think support players feel it a lot more because they heal and they can see that they're not healing as much. So that's annoying, but I like it. I like it because uh, it, you can punish people. And I, I always thought that DPS was the worst row in the game. True. And it was so boring to play DPS. And I don't mind DPS being the, like, the strongest row right now. I think it is like Tracer, Ash is really good. So I don't mind that. I like the game being changed. I, uh, yeah, let's go. I agree with your. Uh, yeah, there fine. has to be some fine. type of no. There has to be some type of uh, thing. So when you are getting yeah. like twenty uh, percent less less healing, yeah. it should be visible. Yeah, it I should do be. agree I with agree. that. Mm -hmm. But I do also agree that DPS was a useless role for a very I, long time. I agree. DPS, I think, was just absolutely <laughs> boring and useless. Yes, I felt like <laughs> my impact on the game, so tank and support were the best. Yeah, I agree. I don't disagree with that. I love the sort of like the venom, the, the hidden venom, and you were like, yeah, DPS useless and, and boring. Yeah. yeah. Just like yeah, throwing shade over. I never liked playing DPS. It was so boring for me to play DPS. Always. It was so hard to play DPS knowing that Farah was getting changed and also feeling that it was it was so useless. Like you didn't have the tools and the utility that the sport, sports have to like keep themselves alive. So you always need that kind of that kind of help of a mercy, right? Or or someone to work with, someone to coordinate with, like Azaria, and uh, yeah, you just could you could do so much more support. And how much? How have you found DPS now this season? Better? Feels so autonomous. much better. Yeah. I feel like I have a, a more uh, I have more impact on the game. Yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, definitely. Go on the for uh, 
the health regen is so nice. Right. Like when I'm yeah. playing Sanra or when I'm just off on a flank. It's so good. It's so good to not have to just like sit on the mini and wait. Yeah. <laughs> that's because your healers aren't healing. <laughs> I'm, that's all I'm saying. We're going to keep coming back I'm to this. I'm in the back line though. <laughs> I, th I think in many ways now it, it's, it's kind of come on the DPS to to target, decide what the team is gonna fight in many ways because mm -hmm. the passive is so impactful in allowing a thing to die that we've gone from maybe your tank leading the engagement or sometimes your support utility deciding the engagement to now actually where your DPS is targeting is like a really important thing to be paying attention to for the rest of the team. So do you feel like mm -hmm. you enjoy the role of being like kind of the initiator, the person who's deciding What's gonna well, happen? I still, I don't think I initiate still. I mm -hmm. think my tank, go, so what I was doing with uh, my OWCS team was like, you know, who was my tank? Emon. He would say, hey, I'm going on this person, and then I would time up with him so I could get that 20% less healing with him. Uh, so that's that's been actually a lot of fun. Uh, I do feel like my uh, DPS role, it has been more impactful. I do feel like we have been not having a big outlook, or not outlook, impact on the game though. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know if I answered your question. No, you know that. that that's no, you, focus fire is so important, though. Right, focus fire. Yeah. yeah. Which I guess you don't get in plat or anything. Uh, argument there. <laughs> hey, don't look at me with that. I'm not plat. <laughs> I feel like you can just like shoot randomly and you applied and everything, right? Yeah, like, that's, that's why I think tracer's so good. Yeah. You can just shoot like this and everyone gets applied. Yeah. And that know. is uh, one thing that we should bring up about the DPS passive that doesn't really benefit all the DPS equally. Like it's. Yeah, that's true. It I clearly is much better for the ones who have a higher ammo count and fire rate than mm -hmm. Hanzo, who always seems to get boned by the the passives, whatever the DPS passive <laughs> may be. So is there is there a workaround that? Are you happy with just the DPS passive not affecting everyone? Well, I feel like it's different. Hanzo does a lot more damage per shot than Tracer does. Um, but I feel like there could be some, I don't know, maybe like a damage threshold that once you do like 20 or 50 damage, it maybe applies. Yeah. Uh, that could be an option. I, yeah. I, I don't I, know I always, I always said for Sombra's invis, there should be a damage threshold of like five damage for right. it to kick in. Because sometimes a diva across the map is just like, she has no ammo, right? So she's just no ammo count. She's just spraying every single corner and mm -hmm. you get hit with like 0.2 damage. <laughs> and then you come out and it's like, That's oh. true. Spy checking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would definitely help with the whole, uh, as a tank especially, not just getting like hit by one pellet and now 20% less healing. It's not accidental, right? Right, right, and you don't even know. Like, it's, it's, it's impossible to know it's even, it's even triggered on you. So mm -hmm. as we spoke about... It also turrets trigger it as right. well, right? Turrets, uh, sim turrets, 20%? turret. turret. Yeah, it's okay. the same thing. Uh, who else has, I think? I think somebody else. Bob. Yeah, Bob also triggers Bob. it. Yeah, Bob also makes it, yeah. But it's like a Farah player, have you found the DPS passive, like does it kick in enough to be relevant or, because mm. your damage comes in bursts, so it's harder for it to kind of stop the... Yeah, but it's it also does, but it makes way. duels easier. Mm. A lot easier. Like, um, how do I put this? This is not so much to do with the DPS passive, but it's to do with what we we're talking about engaging and initiation. Uh, if I don't have a tank that's already calming and like actively trying to do stuff, what I'll try to say like is, okay, that Ash is on high ground right now, I'm gonna concussive her, you charge up your punch, she go goes into the wall, she's dead like that. And then you just roll, roll through the point. And that's what I always love so much about her is that she has these opportunities to displace people and do that kind of stuff that other heroes just can't, unless you're ball, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, talk to Super me fun. a little bit about that far rework, because obviously this is something I know you've been waiting for for a while, and, and oh. there's been a lot of frustration around fire. Obviously, Boger and I play in EU, mm. so we face our fair share of angry birds. <laughs> 
in the Farahs. Well, Echo is now a lot more prominent, but Farah for sure has always been this problem character where on PC, on console, a Farah in the skybox, especially with a Mercy Pocket, is just hella obnoxious, unkillable at times, and no one seems to be having fun. Mm -hmm. Is the new Farah more fun? Does it fit that a little bit better? I want to I wanna say another take that might upset people. Skybox Farah is the most NPC playstyle there is. <laughs> and they give all the other Farah players a bad name. Because you are not an active participant in your destiny. You are an annoyance, you are a gnat in the sky, you are simply, you are rolling the dice, right, in, in a game that is meant to uh, just be a complete gamble, right? And if you succeed, it's not because you did well or that, you know, you made a good decision. If you succeed, it was by fucking accident because you cannot get replicatable success from that far out. And it's also so annoying for everybody else to deal with because that sort of play style makes it so that the entire enemy team has to take their resources, has to take uh, their heroes and switch them to dealing with you. And often you can't even kill them because they're so far away and the fall-offs and hit scans, right? That's true. And so it's, it's passive and accidental for both sides and that's not fun for anybody involved. So I think that them reworking or changing up Farah so that she can't do that, so she can still get up there but she can't stay up there forever, is a really, really, really good change. Because I always, um, I used to be a far one trick, I branched out now, but I would play her into everything because I had this like sick sense of satisfaction of, okay, well there are four hits cans and a diva, I'm still gonna make it work. <laughs> or like, I wanna, I wanna see what I can learn from it, I wanna limit test and see how far I can push this, right? Because you still have opportunities. And so I would play her like Doomfist and you would kind of use text like, you know, she slides down roofs without any sound. So you can get up there with like a full bar of fuel and you just wait. You wait for the Widowmaker to fire a shot, you wait for her to reload and you can hear this sort of stuff. And that's when you go in, you pounce and you use your knowledge of the game and you track cooldowns, right? You're looking for the Ash coach gun, right? You're looking for Helix to go out so he can't really burst you the way you can. And then and you go, right? And winning duels like that against your natural counters is just so fun and it feels purposeful and it feels intentional, not like the way you know, uh, Skybox Farah can be. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just noticing yeah. the chat is, is noticing how these guys keep staring at the, at the freaking comments. <laughs> <laughs> the chat, just ignore them. Ignore them if they... If they they were saying I look like a statue, so I was like, I oh, will look at them. So you can dethought a little bit. Jay, yeah. do you kind of appreciate that as well as someone who's often on the receiving end of the Farah pick? <laughs> Have you... Uh, Whoa! I, I, I didn't say you were getting rolled or anything, I, although damn. you are, but... What the? <laughs> I just want to let you know, I'm Masters 2. <laughs> <laughs> You're no talking to Masters right. 2 right now. <laughs> <laughs> I blame Salt. But... <laughs> I think, um... I do, I do think, uh, even... I, I agree with what you're saying, but even if the Farah was staying high in the air and the hit scans don't really do that much damage, I do feel like even if they had a Mercy, that that 20% like reduction of healing does go a long way. And I do yeah. I do like how more Farah is in the fight, not just you know mm -hmm. being in the skybox though. She has to put herself into risk, which is yeah. How, how how it's always supposed to be. Yeah, like I came yeah. from TF2. I don't know if you guys played TF2. Oh my God, soldier, yeah, soldier. Soldier had it. So you know, you saw a soldier flying yeah, in yeah. and then he's in Market the fight. Market gardening people, that's what yeah. I do now. It's like, I, 
<laughs> I'll, I'll jet in and then it hit the rocket and then do the rocket concussive combo and then they're just deleted like yeah, that before they can I'd, even see. I've been killed by that a lot. <laughs> yeah, 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 so you have it on the receiving end of it. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so that's by good. Mooma out of all people. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. That's good that you guys have kind of enjoyed the fire rework. Is there a character or two that you feel have been outliers in a problematic way? I know Zenyatta has been one source of ire and we've seen where the new patch has kind of reduced his HP. Let's start with him. Is that enough? Boger, do you think that the think, HP okay. nerf is going to be good? I think Zen isn't that OP in pro play. I think he's like a pop stomper, right? Because mm -hmm. you can just uh, pick him and like kill stuff and heal. The thing about Zen is like he can heal at the same time as dealing damage and damage boosting with Discord because Discord is like kind of like damage boost. And all three things at once like way too much. So I don't like that about Zen. I like the decrease in HP because 275 was too much. Uh, what else did they do to Zen? Hitbox changes, did you hitbox? say that? I think the kick no. kicks the less. Kick, the kick, the kick, the kick. Yeah. But his uh, balls are the size of Jupiter, which sounds funny, but... Wait, what? Wait, what? The balls are balls? massive, big balls, right? So I don't like that. I think, I think I like the hitbox changes of the characters, but I think some characters have way too large of like hitbox mm. on the shot, so Zen is one of them. Uh, but I think Zen is problematic and ranked, and it's really annoying to play against. But I like the Discord change, and I think a lot of people aren't used to playing against the new Discord, because Zen wasn't as meta, and now that he is meta, uh, people aren't used to, you know... It, it, okay, so I was talking to Dante, for example, he explained to me, like, you can play Zarya into Zen, and you can bubble the Discord, and you can't get Discord for seven seconds. You can just run it down afterwards, right? It's really strong as a concept, and you cannot get applied the DPS passive as well. So I feel like there's ways to counter the Zen. I don't think he's as crazy after the nerf. So I think it's fine. I think Problematics characters, if I have to name one, it's Tracer. I think Tracer is like way too crazy right now. Okay, yeah, so sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll just put a pin in that for a second. Any yeah. thoughts on Zen first from either of you two? You wanna go first? Mm, nah, you go. Uh, <laughs> I, th uh, I think... I've only played face it that one day, but in that team setting, Zen was very, very strong. Was yeah. he? Yeah, it was mostly like Zen Lucio, mm. whereas like uh, the other time, like Karki would go Moira. Okay. So I think Maybe. I think Zen is very. But I feel like with dive and pro setting, depending on the map, it's map dependent. I yeah. Like. But and did you find him to be like, obnoxious, uncounterable, or was he fine? Uh, I feel like if you get the surprise on him as a tracer player, you can kill him, but like most of the time, you know, he'll shoot like, you know, a mile away from you and you still get hit. But uh yeah, no, he he was if he gets help and he gets peeled, you can't kill him. Right. Yeah. That's why So I, I do feel like the less he the less health yeah. does. I haven't played it yet. I have the like I'm more of the person that says like I see these changes and I'm like, oh I don't like them. Then I actually play it and I'm like, oh okay, it's it's not that bad. So I You're React Andy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. No, I I, I think it's good though. Yeah, okay, that's good. For you, no strong thoughts on the Zen change? Or the need for Zen to change? Yeah, he's busted. He's busted? Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you want to elaborate it's, on that? It's good changes. Yeah. Good changes. <laughs> good changes. Good changes. Yeah, good changes. W changes. Why, I, why many words when few words do trick? That's true. Few words. <laughs> a few words. No, I, I do think that his presence is quite oppressive, like in, especially for tank players. Like I know we've discussed already that you know you should LOS it, but it, it definitely feels like a world of difference when there's a Zen in the lobby versus when there's no yeah, Zen for in the lobby. Sure. Like, oh there's a God, lot yeah. more you can do when you're a tank when there isn't a Zen in the lobby. Especially as a tank player, it feels really different, right? Yeah. If there's a Zen in the lobby, it's, it can be hell on earth playing against that. You explode. Yeah. 
And that's also why I think characters like Roadhog, Reinhardt have suffered because they're kind of the ones who kind of do get beat down a lot by Zenyatta where he just kind of stays really far away, pummels the damage on them. Reinhardt's lived a good life. He's lived a good life. <laughs> <laughs> Time to retire. Send him to the farm. Send him to the farm. I mean, there was that clip I saw of LH Cloudy where it's there like against go. the Baptiste Zenyatta and like the window pops he's trying to run through with his like shield <laughs> and his HP just one second no. and it was gone. It's so funny. Oh my, like, I haven't seen disappeared. that. He disappeared. He got discorded in the window? So like, he was like right next to in front of this window. It, it's like the window pops, he's right here. He's being spe- sped boost towards it. Yeah. And like just his full shield basically, you just see it go, like you to, I had to watch a 0.25 to even see what happened. Because it was like crack, crack, dead, dead. It's like he disconnected. Was he discorded after? He just, yeah, yeah, he was discorded. Oh, I feel like you should die No, but point. you don't understand, like the annoying thing about Fang is like when you play against Bap and Bap just pops a window in front of you, you have nowhere to go, right? And like you just well, that's die. an ultimate. Yeah, but you shouldn't disconnect this man's defending, the server. defending supports right now. I want to put it on record. Well, yeah, it's an ultimate ability. Yeah, but like, I feel it's like different. Like when you're playing tank, like and you pop a window, window just deals so much damage. You just instantly die, especially with this corridor. A Reinhardt well, has a shield with 1,600 HP, and Reinhardt has 700 or whatever HP, right? And he has armor. They honestly think you should be able to deal over 2k damage in like no, like 0.5 seconds. Well, the actual you, strategy would have been for the Reinhardt to turn around for about 20 frames and then come back. And then when the shield breaks for him to turn around again so that he doesn't yeah, get headshot. You, you, you haven't seen the clip. You're, you don't have that. You should be able to go into a team fight at your rank and be like, hey, okay, they have back window. Watch out for next fight. And you should play around that. You do, you haven't seen the clip. You <laughs> no, don't understand. You haven't seen the clip. It's like he literally <laughs> pressed Alt F4. Like he was gone instantly. <laughs> there was no chance for him to react. Yeah. So I do think, I mean, this is the tank divide here, but I do, th- I do think that is a problematic area. I do think that it's, I think it, Discord is a lot more palatable when Zen is killable, right? Like, if you mm-hmm. can kill the Zen, you can say, okay, well, glass cannon, we delete him, that's fine. That's the, the risk and reward, the payoff of playing Zenyatta. But I do think the 275 was a bit extreme. I'm glad they're nerfing the kick. If as somebody well. sends the link, can we open it? Oh, sure. Okay. Can somebody send the link to the clip? I would love to watch it. Yeah, chat. We, we might be able to pull up the clip so you have context, and Jay yeah. and Faria might be able to watch Ooh, it as well. Okay. Oh, we'll the, just... only cl- the only thing that went to my mind when you were describing that was like, have you ever played? Have you seen XQC play Reinhardt on like King's Row? Yeah, and he that's slammed, funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that's that the thing. Fun. Back in the day, it was like you getting stunlocked. I think that's the clip. Yeah, that's the clip. I think that's yeah, the clip. That there. The but clip. That's, notice how it says no more one shots. That's not a one shot. Okay, I mean, wait, wait a minute. Wait yeah, once the once our <laughs> lovely production help here will uh, pull up that clip. We'll, we'll, in the meantime, is there any other aspects of Zenyatta that you want to flag up? You're fine with these changes? Diva should be able to eat Discord Orb. She just takes it, <laughs> the ability away from him. Just, I, oh, that's weird, though. That is going to be weird. No, I mean, Discord Orb is instant. So what, he doesn't have Discord Orb? Can you yeah, it's just like a reverse. Like, <laughs> he loses it for seven seconds <laughs> instead of like applying it for seven seconds. He's just gone. It's she can no eat Harmony, too. Eat all the balls. Yeah, I bro, what I don't understand is people are complaining that he died so fast. It's a window, bro, and a Discord orb. <laughs> bro, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to nah, it. No, man. Is there any sort of <laughs> philosophical things you want to explain? About Zen? Yeah. I think, uh, so Zen is supposed to be a glass cannon, right? Yeah. But he's just a cannon right now. That's the issue. <laughs> so I think Zen shouldn't have so much HP. Okay, here we go. We got the clip ready. So uh, production let us know when the clip is visible. Oh, this. Is it, is it good? Yes. Okay, here we go, guys. We're gonna watch the clip now. So I'll, I'll narrate, go ahead, hit play. So there's Cloudy. 
full shield. They want to rush it. Full shield, his shield. It was. Doesn't so matter. Now he rushes. No, they, 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 like, no, does instantly. His shield was at 200 when they popped the window. That's 700 you damage. No, no, no. You described it as he had full shield. He doesn't shield. have Discord on. Yeah, you, one more, please. A, one more time on the You clip, described please. it as he has full shield and they windowed. That sounds a little crazy. But he doesn't have a Discord on him. There's a clip, there's a clip that's from the POV of the Lucio as well that's actually great to see how quickly he dies. I don't know if Jody knows Bro, what it is. Bro, what are you talking about? Look, look. Full no, shield. No, no, no. 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 Let's break no it down. No ability should kill you this fast. You have no shield and you're standing in front of no a window ability. as a big... Look, look, no. look. Let's, let's like... 200... 150 <laughs> shields of an approach. So, uh, 150 shields. Can we get shield. that... Uh, the one from Twitter from Flipper? Can we get that clip? Because that shows the POV of the Lucio as well from behind. Bro, <laughs> you have 150 shield and a window gets popped in front of you. No offense. You should die. It's not, in 0.3 seconds, nothing should deal 700 damage. You're do, you're shooting through a window that has two times damage. Amplified. Exactly, that's the issue. So that's not that's not a, a Reinhardt thing. That should be the, the window thing. Yeah, yeah. The Twitter the Twitter I'm link saying, should be safe. I'm, safe. I'm, I'm saying window up. as a, I never liked window as an ability. It's like insta volume does so much damage. Okay, okay. So this is what we're looking at. What is this? No, there's a, there's gonna be a clip coming in. Like, hopefully we can if we can get that clip. Just give me a thumbs up or thumbs down if we are able to get that clip. I think a red uh, it was from Twitter, from the hash, GP hash, I just posted it there earlier. Uh, Maud, My, you please okay, help I out and get the clip again. I don't disagree with you that much, I'm kind of memeing, but I still, I yeah, still the one, think the that Windows should there not from deal Hill, this yeah. much damage. Right, let me pull yeah, sure. I think dealing 700 damage in an instant... Well, on, you have... You have Sojourn shooting at you, you have a Baptiste yeah, just, shooting at you. I just you. think Windows is an ultimate, it's just cooked. That's my opinion. <laughs> I, I don't I don't agree. I, I actually can, think Baptiste is really overtuned right now. Yeah. Well, immortality right. also shouldn't be in the game. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think like he has so many things plus window. It's like okay, cool. I'm you one know, clipping people as Baptiste for rehut. Uh, Something's yeah. wrong. <laughs> I, I see. That's what I'm talking about. D so, supports should not do as much damage as DPS. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so you you kind of an advocate of like maybe just pulling down their damage numbers. Pull, if you pull down their damage numbers and and kept their healing the same, I would feel like that would be a better thing to do. Yes. I just feel like Windows should not double. Oh, this damage. is this is a great clip. So once we can once we can show this on screen, it would be. They also made window. Here we go. So here we go. Yes. Can, we, can we now have this on screen? You guys are gonna see the POV from the Lucio this time. So there's Cloudy. Blink and you miss it. You're gonna have to pull this at 0.25 for us to really see. The, <laughs> look at him. The, the well, look, 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 look. If you actually look at it. Well, if you can pause. Can uh, you play it at 0.25? <laughs> can you play it at 0.25? There should be a it. setting that lets you do that. It looks like he Twitter got side. railed. The sojourns. The sojourns. So here, 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 here. So there you go. There, the shield break. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> Shield breaks. This dead. is slow down. This by is no point two five seconds. Well, look, speed. he's shooting. It looks like he gets railed. A rail to the body does. Look at his HP bar at the top as well. Just watch his HP bar at the top. So there's shield breaks, HP deleted. There's a bap there. The ram's not shooting. The the bap's there. The sojourns right, uh, basically right click them. Nah. And I want to point out that there's a Moira trying to call him as well. So that is the most. You're not going to heal that damage. That's the most useless call of all time. If you ever felt like you weren't loved or needed, just imagine what it's like to be that cold. Essence. I feel like if you want tank players to not be like DPS oriented characters, you should not die this fast on tank. But they're using ults, bro. Yeah, but no ult should even Diva Bomb takes like a few seconds. Is there counterplay to, to that ult? Here's the question: Is there counterplay like to that ult? Like your counterplay in that situation is. Let's let Jay. Okay. Let's let Jay. Jay, do you feel? Do you feel? What, what were fairly? they running? Lucio Moira? Mm -hmm. No, there's no counterplay. Right. 
There's none. This is scrims, isn't this? Or is this ranked? I think it was ranked. Okay, it's Suzu? Ranked. If you Suzu, then No, you can't Suzu that. You still die. No, Suzu. No, Suzu. no, no. So you'd have to preemptively no, Suzu because no, the reaction no, time to that no, was. Well, I mean, no. there's yeah, no you would probably. Uh, as soon as you hear that window in front of you, you would probably have to Suzu and you would have to get past this, like, the window. But, like, that is. I'm sorry, but that's an ultimate ability and you should die. You when, shouldn't. When you classified the shield was full health, I was like, okay, that seems like a little broken. Because it okay, went from. It's not full health. It yeah, was 100. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. No that. shield, he dies. Yes, okay. I uh, hyperbole there. But, <laughs> okay, but. You, there is no counterplay because all you can do on Ryan's okay, Ryan. Okay, Ryan sucks. First of all, let's let's get that <laughs> through. Like, okay, if it was any other tank, you wouldn't die there. If it was Diva Sigma, whatever. Well, like, Diva Defense Ranger. Yeah, or yeah. Sigma yeah. Grasp or like uh, Ramatra Block. You maybe God, could still you die. Can you imagine how much health Sigma? But would my point is, in that situation, as a Reinhardt player, you either go in against that comp or you do nothing and still lose. So if you go in, you get windowed and die. If you don't go in, you die. So what do you do? That's the. I think that's more of an issue with Reinhardt, to be honest. Yeah, this illustrates well I, what we were talking I'm about I'm not taking that seriously. Problem. I don't disagree with you, Jay, right? But I, th I still think it's really funny, and I don't think you should die this fast. I feel like as much as I hate supports, <laughs> aka healers, that was a, that, he should have died. Every time he says supports, like a little joy, a little yeah, tear yeah. of joy comes out. Well, I don't want to defend supports. Uh, I'm gonna call them healers for now. I can't. Yeah, solve, exactly. I can't call this them is what I mean. Uh, I, if, I, I don't defend healers, but if that that special case right there, no, he deserved it. And and you know, there's. I, I'm also being facetious, bringing it up. Yeah. And thank you so much, production, thank by the you. way, for, thank for you. facilitating all that. Thank you so much. And I'm Ooh. a bit being a bit facetious, bringing it up, because. We have a tendency in the Overwatch community to look at like extreme yeah, clips yeah, to, yeah. to talk about balance. It doesn't happen that's often. That's, it's not that that's yeah. a rare, yeah, that's agree, a rare thing. That's a rare really occurrence. And like everyone happens to be target chat. focusing. It's also, <laughs> <laughs> it's also clearly a very good high elo match in the sense that he immediately focused down the Reinhardt. Like maybe in a different context in Platinum. It's maybe also high elo. Right? That's what so I'm saying. Like, so yeah. they, they they focused him down really well. But for Riha, do you have anything you want to flag up? Because because these clips, while not, I don't think they're good to balance off of. They can point to things that are problematic. And I think. It speaks to potentially Reinhardt's weakness right now. Why he doesn't work is that just to get there, he has to get there just to do anything, and he can't. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Sometimes you just explode. I think it's just the Reinhardt <laughs> issue. Like, because uh, all the modern tags, like you can Matrix, you can jump away with Winston. I even think yeah. with Winston, you can like I maybe. Also, I also feel the problem with that that clip is that like the when you're fighting on that point, he started as far away as you possibly could, mm -hmm. and he had to waste all that shield to get to him. And it It's just an issue with Ryan, I'll mm -hmm. be honest. Because other tanks can like get closer with Matrix, you know, with Sigma Grasp, you know. Well, that's, you all play, play Overwatch. Hey. You know? <laughs> but then that, I think that's just an issue with being a one trick then. Yeah, I agree, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. We're back, we're back to the full circles with J3. <laughs> the J3 bingo card. We have a, a bingo card for the normal squad of flats, we don't send We have the J3 bingo card. One trick, hey, and support not or healer not support. I, I don't disagree. Like if you're playing against Zen Baptiste on Reinhardt, sorry, Cloudy, you're probably throwing your own game. You know, like like okay, Cloudy's, okay. We'll Cloudy's an exception because he's extremely good, but even he gave up playing Reinhardt. Okay, right we'll, now. we'll move on from that issue now. because yeah. uh, the idea of that was to fl flag up potentially problematic characters. Yeah. We've kind of done two there. We've done Zenyatta, and potentially Reinhardt just being a bit out of date, which seems to perpetually be the problem with him. Maybe Reinhardt rework needed in the future at some point. I don't. I, I don't like the idea of reworking him because like his playstyle is so like, it's so fun for people. I think like reworking him is gonna push away. Well, it doesn't away. have to be a rework in the sense that he's completely different, but it could be like you know the far rework, which is not a huge thing, but it, it's changing the emphasis and makes them more modernized. Reinhardt, can you turn now? <laughs> 
<laughs> I feel like to each map, there's characters that are better yes, for that map. You can't always force a one trick to play yeah. on the map that's good. Bingo. Like if you go like, like Cloudy, he probably no, plays so much Reinhardt, he knows how to do it on Gibraltar. But personally, me on Gibraltar, I would rather have like a Winston or something that could take high ground really easy or Diva. Yeah, I wouldn't want a Reinhardt. Yeah, one of the hardest takes I have is that it's impossible in a game with what are we on 39 heroes now? Right. Yeah. 39 heroes for all of them to be equally viable all the time, right? I think that map or game mode dependent balancing is really really good because there's certain places where like uh, Gibraltar, right, where you would want to run a Diva or a Winston and it's just a natural advantage and that's that's really good actually. That that's really nice. Yeah. So unfortunately we come back to where we started which is that it's one tricking is not available to tanks, right? It's just it's not really something they can Viably do, or they just have to accept a loss on Not even just on tanks, I feel like every roll. I mean, I just know you hate one-tricking, but... Ah, yeah, I hate one-tricking, I'm sorry, but... Okay, so any other characters you guys want to flag up as, like... Tracer. Potentially problematic (laughs) Tracer. How do you feel? Jay, you're the Tracer player. Barely. We're using the term loosely. I don't think it's Tracer that's the problem. I think it's the the 20%. Like, we could just apply it on everyone. Okay, maybe... Also, Ball's really strong. Tracer's stronger than Ball. Ooh, Tracer is S tier on every tier list, from everyone. everyone well, yeah, because I feel like the, the, what's running right now is Ball, Tracer, uh, and then you have Zen. Zen with Tracer, Discord Orb, go on the target, I think. You don't have to play a Zen to be OP with Tracer. Well, there... no, right now, there's a lot of characters that are viable Tracer with is Tracer. is lobby admin right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> well, good. assist Jay <laughs> no. to, I'm gonna assist Jay to here a little good. bit. I think most people would argue that Tracer's potentially the the hardest character in Overwatch. Does that mean she should be allowed to be the best character in Overwatch? She, you can get value on Tracer right now without being too good on her. You think it's too easy That's to get value? That's not true. I, I, so. I, I think it's true. I feel like if you get thrown into a game on No, Tracer, but you can, it's not about me. I'm talking about Plat and Diamond. Well, I'm like, saying, if I, I, I can't, I've seen I can't Tracers com- with I, like... I can't compare against Kefster and Dante <laughs> over there, you know, obviously. I'm just saying, it's like Genji. I don't know how to play Genji, but if you're really good at like... But Genji's not as strong as Tracer. I've seen some Tracer players with like the blink management of like a crayon eater and it just Whoa! <laughs> just just name him, just name him J3, just call him J3. My Tracer okay, my pulse bomb's okay, but my tracer's clean. It's true, it's true. We we meme on him, but I played against the J3 Tracer, it slaps. But like you know the kind of tracer that like recalls and then and has zero blinks and then still like just goes in balls deep. No fear. Tracer. Like I'm getting one clipped by those tracers, Tracer and it's is like, so what is strong happening? Right yeah. Tracer does so, do you, so, much so where do you feel like she needs to be pulled back then? Uh, I wouldn't mind <laughs> she if she did get pulled back. I wouldn't mind if she dealt less damage, That's but true. her pulse bomb was more useful because I think her pulse kind of useless right now. <laughs> yeah. well, I don't know why you're high fiving him because no matter how much damage it does, it ain't doing damage. Yeah. To you. It doesn't do much damage from on the floor, you know. I I That's actually com- need. I the actually compared bomb. my pulse bomb rate to like a pro. I actually have. Like five percent better. No, that's not true. I remember comparing it to someone, and theirs was like forty-five, and mine was actually fifty. So okay, my listen, bad. Listen, so, at this time, at this point, I miss for. Yeah, content. but you play in Masters. He plays in Champion. Yeah. Masters, we mean diamond. Uh, diamond. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm unsalted, so I'm still uh, yeah, staying okay. with that. Uh, all right, all right. Okay, so, you, so we want to flag up. 
Nightmare, sorry. I guess you could get a roast. I was gonna say Jay will never beat the, the worst tracer player on the game. Hey, but you know what? I might not land any pull spawns, but at least I'm still in top five hundred. No, not right now. No, no, you're not. Hey, wait, two weeks has it is it still two weeks? I think so. Two weeks till it opens. Listen, there isn't that many which I kind of like, what is it, like uh, champions? I don't think there's, yeah, no, there's champions. There are let, let, let's talk about that actually for a second. Yeah. So we've got a new rank system, and you want, do you want to elaborate at least on the, we'll talk about like the actual manifestations. How do you feel about the champion rank? I, I mean, as much as I want to be in it, I feel like it should be a grind to get to. I don't feel like, so something, I'm just going to go off topic. Go I it. don't like unranked GMs. I feel like. Point at this guy. He, I, what he did, he actually built a. I don't still agree with it, but you built a story, and when I watched it, that was actually the best one I've ever Thank seen. Thank you, appreciate it. I don't agree with unranked GMs, but I also didn't like how Overwatch was the only game where you could play twenty games of unranked GM and beat the top rank. Mm. I I think it should be a grind. It uh, champion is a hard thing that you should be able to get, and I mean. I mean, I kind of enjoy it. I mean, one of the reasons why so many people didn't rank the gems because there was no point to grind. Yeah. Like at least for so. me, I just wanted to learn new characters. I was, I didn't like. I'm GM one. Where am I going afterwards? Right? Yeah, I feel like I a mean, lot of people yeah. were GM one, but the top GM one and the low GM one was still yeah, a I huge agree, yeah. skill gap. Yeah. But now there's a new rank, and I think I'm following uh, one of the people on Twitter that does the matchmaking, and I did see one of his tweets that like there's. I, like not even there's like five people in yeah there are barely any people there's no one in champion but right counter now. argument is there's uh, only two weeks. I love people win their placements their high elo and they get boosted into champion I'm not saying they're boosted they're really good players but it's way harder to climb to champion than this just then to get, get there initially from placements after calibration. right yeah because yeah. I feel like you you five stack you win your placements you get to champion and then you just kind of stay there maybe right but if you're placed in GM4 GM5 it's so hard to get champion, which is fine, right? I, I like, like it. I, like I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. I think mm -hmm. it's fine. Free, how have you found the champion rank? I, I love that we have something to work towards, yeah. right? It's, it's just, it feels good to have there be more, because it's like you hit GM1, it's like, okay, I'll beat Overwatch. <laughs> like, True. What, what else really is there? For. Exactly, right? Yeah. This yeah. Is really cool. I, I, so let's talk about the rank reset itself because I've actually really enjoyed like it. what it's done yeah. to the to the to the rank system. I feel like I've never been so happy to be Masters three. Right. Oh, I'm like, right. Yeah. yeah you go. know what I don't like? I don't like people coming to my channel and being like, "Oh, this rank reset was for you. The people who you <laughs> yeah. know, stayed in GM now are yeah, Masters." I'm like, <laughs> "Come on! I'm still playing against the people who are top 500 right. at the time." Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. There's like a bit of a misunderstanding with what the rank reset is going to achieve because a lot of people felt like it would boost them into a better rank and the truth is for most people it's brought them down obviously for maybe if you're because what it's done has been to squish the curve right so mm -hmm. the higher you are the more you brought down in the middle and the lower you are maybe you'll get pushed up a little bit or given the chance to push up a little bit but for the vast majority of people you're probably going to go down or stay roughly where you are what it's done I feel is really change the value of each rank. So like I got put in, I haven't played too much or watched this season because it's been away and stuff. And Freya, poor Freya's hurt her knee. So if you see that <laughs> ice pack, it's because Freya's hurt. She tried to run away from campus, so you know. They shot, the, snipers, <laughs> the snipers got her. She was about to leak and then yeah, the yeah. sniper got stuff, one. Yeah. And then she took an arrow to the knee. It's really but, sad. So I got put in Diamond and, and I've never played sweatier Diamond games. Like they've been super try hard. <laughs> Diamond like. Master and they're like, you know, they're like better than any GM game I've ever had in Overwatch 2, right? The Master games are like super sweaty, super try hard. Everyone's oh, calming. Yeah, like it, the coordination is great. And I, I appreciate that value on the ranks because one thing I really disliked especially towards the end of season eight, was that 
everyone had this feeling of like GM meant nothing, and it, it was like so a free. Yeah. yeah, it was like a free thing. Anyone can get GM. It doesn't even. Who cares? You got GM. It, it diminished the achievement, and I feel really bad for the people who were getting it for the first time, right? Because they they worked hard. There's a lot of people who worked really hard. Mm-hmm. You wanna the the thing of a rank system is when you dedicate yourself and you're like I want to get better. You want to feel an achievement when you get those ranks. Right? You don't want to feel diminished. You don't want to be like, oh, well, diamond means nothing because everyone gets diamond for free now. So the fact that like those people now, when they get every rank, it's going to feel very earned. It's going to feel very deserved. I'm so happy for that because that's how it should be. Like People should feel pride in what they've done. So I hope you guys, even if you're like diamond, plat, don't stress because those games are freaking hard right now. Those games are super hard, and I think it's done a, really, a lot of good I, It's, re- it's I, For the first time in forever, it's impressive to be GM1. It's actually like there aren't many people that are GM one. Yeah, I agree. And it's extremely impressive to be champion. Like if you were champ before, if you were GM, it's like bro, <laughs> who are you, right? But now, if you're champion, you're actually extremely good at the game, and it's really impressive and something to brag about. You couldn't brag about being GM, like you would be made fun of, right? But champion is cool. I like it. I like the system. I like. I, I okay. 515 or whatever 520 system that was beforehand was so stupid. I don't know what. I didn't like I'm that. Sorry. I'm, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Like you guys undercooked me. I like how more. Tra- oh, you're talking about like the when you the win old, a game. It, more, the old system. Yeah, the old system was stupid. The new system is so much better. I like. I like how more yeah. transparent they are going. And, yeah, yeah I know. like it. I like. I like uh, the number going up and down. That's awesome. I love that. You know. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah, so talk to me about the calibration for you, because obviously that's the, the there's the reset part, and we can you know we can touch on that a little bit more as well, because there's still some things to unpack. Mm-hmm. But the the calibration, you know, the the seeing exactly how much you're going up and down, why you're going up and down, I think most people are a fan of it. But your thoughts? It's nice. I I feel like I always lose more than I win, so it's it's rough. But high ranks have always been like that, mm-hmm. so it's just been shown to us now, and it's it's easier to know that it's there, you know. Instead of going five five and then deranking. Right, and there, and there is still sometimes ambiguity because you're not sure. Like, oh, I I lost forty percent or gained forty percent. There's a Quran dub uh, clip where he deranks like sixty uh, percent or something. Oh, I got I got great. multiple forty ones. Yeah. About forty five is the most. So I saw actually a clip from somebody <laughs> no. who deranked from I think plat like maximum to all the way down to like gold. Oh my goodness. It was really funny. <sighs> oh but goodness. I think those are niche case, cases. They don't have happen. Right, the, the reason they end up on social media is because they're like such a rare case and I think... Do you want to see the clip of uh, Kran? Yeah, okay, we can we can pull that up potentially. Is that, if is that's that the Kran's clip there. or what is this clip actually? We'll, we'll let production vet that for a moment while we... while we. Yeah, I, I think obviously those are a little bit edge cases. We've been here talking to the devs and stuff and they will say that like a lot of these might just be bugs as well. Like, oh, that's a gold one. It might yeah, just be... Like actually, the game is bugged, but for the for the vast majority of people, it's a little bit volatile right now because that's the point of the reset. Yeah. But as it goes on, it should be a lot more clear. <laughs> oh my God! So we're gonna so watch in a second Mara. now. You we're gonna so watch in a second now. The full <laughs> look how happy she is. D-rank. So here it is. This is this unfortunate Moira player. Oh my D-rank. God! Look at that. This. Oh my oh, god, it just so keeps going. Well, what oh you don't know god. about this is as volatile, like how many losses did he, yeah. was he on? I mean, this is Well, that would have said loss streak though, wouldn't it? No, 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 that's right after streak. placements. So oh. when you get placed a certain spot and then you lose a bunch of games, that's Bronzes when it says volatile. And lost the game or well, something. I mean, isn't the first few games after you placing the most important as well? Yeah, yeah, they're important for sure. But it's too bad, it's so funny. My heart goes out to But they're a Moira player, so it's not very far. My heart doesn't go very far. Goodness, that's tough. <laughs> that is tough. That that does that's a feels bad. But again, th- I think those outliers are gonna be rare. I don't think that's gonna be the case. I think it's what's helpful is that you can see. This is why I lost a lot. This is why I'm mm-hmm. I'm gaining a lot. I, I like mm-hmm. that. 
Yeah, I like it. I like the rank system. I think it's good. It reminds me of Overwatch 1 a bit. It's good. Yeah, and in fact, you know, Watch 1 never gave you this much detail yeah, as to why didn't. you were... I like it. I have yeah. nothing bad to say about this system. Maybe 5 stacking versus solo queues, but that's I it. feel like that's something that they can change like, you know, yeah. later on. Yeah, I think. for sure. Well, well let's, let's talk about that. So you, you kind of feel like the stacking is a little bit problematic. I know this is something that's been particularly affecting people in the GM area, yeah. and this is how people are getting champion is, but to put it perhaps a, a negative way, abusing the 5 stacks. It's not abusing. You, everyone can 5 stack. You just 5 stack yourself. Mm. Right? Why is my but, 5 stack not winning? Yeah, well, it's... Uh, you know, my what? 5 stack has been winning pretty hard, so I don't know, Does right? 5 stack so, yeah, so describe it? the problem for those who are kind of unfamiliar <laughs> so with it. So the problem is, in GM, you get really, really good players, right? You have pro players, you have and streamers, you have, you know, people that are GM that are not taking it as seriously, but they still want to play the game. And it's really unfair as a solo queue player to face a, face a professional team and GM because there aren't that many champions. And you're just playing the game, trying to, you know, stream or do something fun. And then you just play against, like, a five stack of Koreans, maybe no, not in EU, but, like, EU equivalent, right? And they just roll you because you're all uh, like you're all solo queue. People might you know met, not mesh together. You might have a one trick, right? Uh, you can have a lot of funny things, and it's just not fun. And there's uh, you, it happens really often. When I five stack, I play against solo queues all the time, and it's never fun, right? And that sucks. And another thing that happens when you're champion, you only basically play against five stacks because you can't find games. So. I, I, I don't like that, but at the same time, people complain way too much about five stacks. Why don't you five stack yourself, right? Like, my, my point is, anyone can five stack right now, and I feel like even if you five stack, you're still gonna lose games, like I, oh, like sure. like Jay here, right? So I don't think it's that broken. It's extremely annoying, though. I feel like they could fix it, though. Five they, stacks should be able sure. to go against five stacks. Yeah, uh, I, I think but I feel like they just brought it out so people can do it. I think they, they can fix it. Could, there, there could be a lot of... Uh, but that's my only gripe yeah. with the system. I don't think I have anything else. Yeah, to... and we're, we're in a little bit of danger because, you know, this podcast in particular, we always have Sam and, and Flats being like, bring back stacking, bring back stacking. Yeah. And now we bring back stacking, we're like, too much stacking. You know, so... Yeah. I think, I I think, think stacking is still good. I think it's fun. It's good. It's, fun. it's good. It's fun. I, it, the game is supposed to be fun and it's a team game. So, you know, promoting team play, I think it's fun. It it's should fun. be something you opt into. Solos shouldn't have to go against five sides. I agree ever. completely, yeah. yeah. Ever, ever, ever. Right. And that should be fairly, well, I say... Unless, unless you're going against J-Stack, then it's like... <laughs> then it's a free boosting. win. Then yeah. it's a free win, yeah. Then, yeah. then it's win trading. Yeah, it's then it's win trading, yeah. But yeah, I think, I think that should be a fairly easy fix. Again, I'm not a, a matchmaking dev, so I'm sure there's a lot of complication, but I feel like that's something that they should be able to, to change up. I will say I've, I've personally found stacking to be like a lot more viable and, and playable. Like the, one of the problems I felt, so I, I used to stack a lot with Frito and Nathan in like Overwatch 1, and we got really disheartened because like the games just felt harder. And you know, to balance it out, you know, either you're going up against a five stack and you're with two randoms, or like you get the dumpster solo queue players who like haven't played in like five years and like just don't know what they're doing, and you have to carry them as a way of balancing the stack. But this this season. My solo queue games and my stack has returned with, with Frito and Nathan. And they've been awesome. Like the games have felt almost unilaterally close. Mm -hmm. Everyone's like playing a really like high quality of Overwatch, or at least the best quality I've seen in a while. And I think that's how Overwatch should be played. Like that's how everyone enjoys Overwatch, is is with your friends. True. Is a coordinated game. Like solo queue, everyone deathmatching can be fun, but it's exhausting a lot of the time. Yeah, it is. Whereas playing the like, okay, we're gonna do this, we're gonna go on this guy, let's let's stop our comp, we're gonna do this. That's where it's at. That's where everyone falls in love with Overwatch. True. So I think anything that encourages stacking, while again, I want play people to be able to play solo, and I hope 
Jay's phone stays on his couch. Yeah, I, won't, <laughs> I want people to be able to play solo, but I want people to be at least certainly not punished for stacking, but also feel good when they're stacking, because that's where the fun is at, IMO. Yep. Yeah, even though I lost a lot of games, I had a lot of fun. That's that's, that's, that's peak. That's museum. actually the peak Overwatch experience. That if like that's what a dev would want, I imagine, right? Yeah, like, I mean, I lost, but I still had a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> and then the next day you just gotta solo queue all the way back up. <laughs> so I do not want to five stack with them again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's been. I think I think it's there's a, there's work to be done, but uh, right now it, I think it's in going in the right direction. Nice. Yeah. Free. How about yourself? Is there any sort of changes you want to see to anything? No. 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 Happy. Well, I think one thing that is really done well is is kind of encouraging the stacking in preparation almost perhaps for things like your tournament, Jay, and also Face It, which is now for the first time integrating to Overwatch. Yeah, which has been cool. amazing. Have you guys tried it? No. I want it to is, yet. It is insanely cool. I played it with the Overwatch team that we have. Dude, it's so cool. Like when you when you you go into like the website and it shows you the two captains are picking and banning maps. Oh, nice. It's, actually, it's really cool. And then when it's done, it automatically invites you to the game. Right. That's and cool. then you join oh. it. Everything's already set and done. The map is there. The the settings are already set. It's so cool. Yeah. I love it. Uh, can you, is it like you can queue up like in CS? Like uh, I don't know if they or have like, only solo queue. tournaments? I don't know yet. I, so I don't how know. did you do it? Was it for a tournament or...? Uh, for CS? Yeah, so every weekend they have like this Swiss thing. Okay. And then Sat Friday, the top four teams, and then Saturday, the top four teams go into a playoff on Sunday. Okay. It's really cool. Okay. It's really nice. fun. That's fun. Yeah, I like so. It. And hopefully, like, you know, you guys could, or if they, into, I don't know how they're going to integrate it, but hopefully, if you guys ever want to run like a tournament or whatnot, or with your community, you could do it through Facebook. Yeah, it's cool. It'd be cool. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah. do you want to describe again, just, just briefly, for anyone who maybe doesn't even know what Face It is, like, what the process is like how how you go about it how you get into it and how you play oh my god uh i just you just gotta like face it i think and i don't know if you i don't know if there's a solo thing because like i know in counter strike you guys could like you can queue up you can queue up solo and just play like very like you have your comp ladder which is you know occasionally you people are trying to win but like they're not in voice chat or they're not communicating but like in face it, you know, I don't really watch a lot of Counter Strike, but they solo queue into that, and there's everyone's calming, everyone's having a good time. It's it's that high, high like competitive game, and I, that's what I like. Yeah, yeah, it's like valued above the competitive. Yeah. I remember I used to, when I used to play Dota, there was also like external matchmaking systems that were like whatever happened in ranked was. I don't think this is still true of Dota, but it used to be that whatever happened in ranked didn't really wasn't such in, a big deal. In, it was face it. In where, CS, it's like that. Nobody takes ranked seriously. Everyone's global elite. And they only take face it rank seriously, and rank sucks in CS, so you have to use face it. Yeah, yeah and it has its own ranking system, and you know you can climb there. Yeah, so, so. hopefully, hopefully they do something like that because face That'd it be has cool. been such a fun time. I mean, I've been enjoying it, and plus the the people who are working, I think, for face it have been really friendly too. Yeah, and I, I think they've they've said that they want to open that out to you know not just the GMs and the champions, but like everyone. And I think that would be the best win for Watch. If we can have like you know plat tournaments and gold yeah, tournaments, yep. cool. and you can assemble, and obviously it comes with its problems. There's going to be Smurfs, and, and Jay, you've I'm sure experienced all these kind of problems in your in your tournament. There's going to be Smurfs. There's going to be people abusing the system, but if you can play with like your plat friends and make a team and win, like there's nothing more satisfying than that. Because again, I don't think it's accessible for everyone to make it to GM or make a GM team. I remember when I used to play StarCraft, for example, and there'd be like the weekend tournaments. 
and Bogart needs to stop whatever the meowing or whatever the hell mewing, 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 mewing. He's like smacking. I remember that like you know you could be you could be diamond and there'll be like a weekly diamond tournament and you can participate. And at the end of it, if you win, like I remember I won one and I was like so happy. I was like, oh, I'm the best diamond player ever. Like I'm better than all these chumps. And I think that's great. I think that experience for Overwatch players would be really valuable if they could feel even within their own elo a sense of accomplishment, a sense of like, yo, I've I've assembled a great team. We did a great job. We won. Yeah. So I, I would love to to kind of see that come through. I agree. Well, yeah, I agree. Freya, any thoughts on the face it? I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. You agree. Okay. Nice. So Jay, and let's, this is a good time to bring up as well your tournament. So you've been, in fact, I think it's taking place today. Tomorrow. Uh, today, tomorrow. Today, tomorrow, okay, okay. So you've done a great job of organizing this tournament. I think especially because this was kind of done before Face It was announced. Yeah. And like, you know, in that in-between period when Overwatch League was dead, we weren't sure what was going to happen. And so kudos to you for having done an awesome job. And I think we should all kind of take a second to point that out. That you've done a great job to... Yeah. I mean, not, it, it's mostly the community. Like, it was crowdfunded, so... I mean, it's still like, it's, it's been fun. I like it. I wanted to do more community stuff, and I always wanted to run a tournament for a very long time. So once Overwatch League went down, I kind of, you know, had the opportunity. Yeah. It's yeah. cool. It's really Are you nice playing in it? No, I think, I think I'm doing the show much. Okay, good. Yeah, I think so. I think if I make it back in time. <laughs> oh, so. yeah, you have a long, yeah. a long flight. Yeah. Yeah, but I think, like, um, yeah, just big... Credit to you and your team, because I know these things are always. PPL, yeah, bad They're always yeah, like such a such an, a mammoth effort, and you know everyone involved is kind of the real MVP. So, yeah, thank you for bringing it together. And, and what have yeah, what have your sort of observations been <laughs> organizing this tournament? <laughs> never again. Never there is again. one observation. Oh, one observation. Oh, it's <laughs> one observation. What, what do you think I'm gonna say? I I don't know. You, you no, say whatever. You say it's first. Your tournament. I can say it. I don't care. You say it then. Go so ahead. As a console players are cooked, bro. Yeah, they're, they're no, cooked. You're right. They're so I think. Cooked. I think. You know. I tried to be open about it and like, hey, if you want to play, play. But I feel like console players ruin their own their own stuff yeah like they get invited to stuff and they they ruin their they ruin their connections i had a interaction with console players like we played against them and jake was sus of one of them and then they instantly came into my stream to talk shit and tell me you know this and that and flame me i was like holy relax i didn't even say oh it, yeah you know? I, so i made a tweet about it you guys saw like i saw you the, guys saw uh, the, it's like an iceberg you guys saw the surface but there was so much yeah. more bro Ooh. there was so much more and uh, yeah, but Production, I mean, would it be possible to pull up J3's tweet on this as well? Oh, That'd be awesome. That that so we can so see the evidence of what was said. Just they, go to J3's Twitter if you can, and I think it's your most one of your most recent. It's one tweets. of my most recent, and it had like almost six hundred thousand, you know, views. Yeah. I didn't even th think about that. I was just like, but it, it as much as a problem that was, I feel like the overall experience, and like I understand how much work goes behind running a tournament now. I think. Uh, I think <laughs> they're reading a message in chat. I, I, who, who benches I, I more? Yeah, Scratch your nose. I do think, it, like, as of right now, I'm actually losing like money running it. But it's like the the learning value and stuff behind it is like a lot of a lot of fun. But that's the thing about esports; you always lose money. That's why. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. What I'm hearing is, guys, five gifted to Jay. Five gifted to Jay. Yeah. Support, yeah, support the community. Support Who the loves community. losing money? Huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like. I mean, I don't know. I have my own. Th I, I, even if you're losing a little bit, it's it's like the how much you learned right. is more valuable, mm. I guess. And and I've I know I, 
I've I've done a lot of collaborations with the console community, so I want to try and. Oh, I feel so sorry. Give a, yeah. Somebody linked the tweet. I want to give another. Yeah, somebody's linked the tweet there, yeah. so that would be yeah. awesome. So I want to give a bit of context, which is that I, I really feel sympathy for the good eggs in the console community because yeah. they're because they are there. You've you've had like I've had you know, multiple hopeful good and teams. worth and and proud Mongol as well. Like those guys have like really do a great job of like keeping a sanitized. Yeah. Um, section of the console community, but when I have done stuff with the console community as well, there's large swathes of them. They're just saying horrendous shit. They're really, really like bigoted and and you know like just really negative, really toxic, and really bring that atmosphere to the event. And it it makes it hard because you don't want to like tarnish everyone with the same brush. You don't mm -hmm. want to like ban console players because there's so many of them. Yeah. No, I don't want to punish the the ones that actually do deserve the play. But I mean, I feel like it. As of right now, I feel like there is not going to be open to all console players. I feel like it will be a limited, if anything. If I do run another one, that is as well. Like, there's a lot of back end to stuff I didn't even know. Is there? Is can we get one with the? We're just working with the production here. Can we get the one with the message that you you shared in the screenshot? Oh, I don't. If, if you don't you're, wanna, if you're comfortable with I'm showing comfortable that, I'm comfortable with it. This we've 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 shown a lot of shit on the podcast. So there's there should be a, a below this. Is it in the thread? It's, a, it's in the thread. Right, so you might have to. You have have, if you're in, not logged in, you yeah. If you're not logged in, you'll have to get the URL of that specific screenshot from I, the thread. So, I, I, it's up to you, man. I, I don't think so. I don't think you should show. Okay, it. we'll we'll save it then. We'll save it. Basically, guys, go check out the tweet. It, <laughs> they're they're <laughs> linking the tweet anyways. They could they could go yeah, see it. It's in chat. It's in chat. It's on J3 Twitter, so we won't show it on on stream. But yeah, a lot of a lot of hate. Yeah, it's sussy. Well, like I said, that's just that's just the iceberg too. That's that's like the first. To, which was really funny. If you're looking at the images, the long message that I was just like, yikes to, that guy was like referencing his friends and whatnot. And then like, that the other tweet that I have is like another, like that's who they reference. And I was like, why are you referencing this guy? And then on top of that, a, a, one of the biggest also problems was that they were, the team that was complaining also went to other streamers' channels and started harassing them yeah. and saying they even TOS stuff. They even harassed Pichamari. Yeah, which I don't understand. Yeah, like, they harass the person organizing it. You know, like, you, yeah. it's your fault for not. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it's a bunch of kids that are just dumb. I mean, they just tarnish the name of the entire community. Yeah, like they, a really they loud the minority feeling. What, really what do you feel like, Free? Is like, how would you, if you were in J three shoes, how would you proceed in in the future for such events? Dude, running tournaments is so hard. Because the entitlement comes out of the woodworks. As soon as there's money involved, especially if there's money involved, the ways that people will like try to tread on your lines that you set and try to just like push the rules for that one little advantage. And now people will like neg and neg and like rule book people who they seem to think are like, oh yeah, no, you're simming or like you're you're cheating in this way and like I can prove it and just it's so much to deal with. It's like 20% of the work is actually running the games and like getting the broadcast done. But 80% of it is just like dealing with these interpersonal issues from people who uh, forget that they're they're talking to the person who's making it all happen, you know? Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I just tell people to read the rules. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, because that's like the, all the answers are, someone actually, I know the person who wrote the rules and like they spent a lot of time and effort and even talked to like some Overwatch League people to get the rules in and uh, uh, no, the 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 team, Bad Patrimari's team. There's a they they did a great job with dealing with everyone and whatnot. And I gave some feedback on some of it, but like I haven't had to personally like do it all myself. 
So it's, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, That's and good. yeah, we hope that it, it's always going to be tough. I, I think this is why as well. I've organized tournaments, and that's why I don't anymore because they're they're more hassle than they're worth. Yeah, often. Um, like Solomon. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully, what can you do? I think this is where Face It is going to help. Yeah, I think if Face It, if 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 you are able to run a community tournament through it, it would be a, a lot of fun. Right, because it really can't come down to any creator or individual to do these things. It needs to be like structural, it needs to come from Blizzard or Face It mm-hmm. or some organization. It needs to be someone's job. And it's a shitty job, so my sympathies to whoever is doing it, but it can't be like you or volunteers or you know people who are like just not, they don't deserve what's coming their way. True. Okay, any other thoughts on Face It, Ranked, or anything like awesome. that? Awesome, stacking? Love it. Love it? Yeah. Happy great. for it? Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. You're excited? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on then. Is there anything else you guys want to flag up about? Life Weaver skin is so good. Life Weaver skin is so good. I don't like skins usually, but that skin is awesome. I want to cosplay it. Yeah, it's really good skin. I like that skin. Oh, that would be cool. It would. With the the feathers on the feathers. That would be sick. He has ice on his wrist. It's really cool. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah, I I think ironically, this is one of the few seasons where I haven't heard too much discourse about cosmetics. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the attention has gone to... The rank reset and all those changes and the, and the big balance patch. We haven't heard too much about cosmetics. I know there's been like some murmurings about <laughs> battle passes and, and them not being great. And also the limited time mode. So we've got that, what is it even called? The one with the like Antarctica, there's like the oh, pit. I, I've never played it, mm-hmm. I'll be Cosmic honest. Crisis. Cosmic Crisis, yeah, that's... The Antarctica Sea. Antarctica Sea. Oh my goodness. Cosmic Crisis. I mean, this this is like a a wider thing, thing, wider picture thing that we can touch on is that it feels like we're not getting a lot of non PvP things, but maybe that's good. Maybe I don't that's mind okay. it. I don't play the PvP stuff. I think they're usually boring. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm a competitive player. I just play competitive. I might try something once, but then I'm not gonna go back to it. The PvP things, you just play them once and you never play them yeah. again. And usually they're like so similar. I feel like maybe they're cool for a casual player, but I don't know. I don't like them. I mean, this is like a big philosophical issue that, that Overwatch has to address. Like you know, the launch of Rush Two was supposed to be about the PvE, right? It's yeah. supposed to be about mm-hmm. bringing this other set of players in. And giving them something to do where we, the PvPers like ourselves, we already had a game to play. But the PvEers didn't. They didn't have a core experience that they could, they could focus on. And I know so many people in the community, you know, lore, lore lovers and people who aren't sweaty, try-hard comp players, were <laughs> looking forward to what that would bring. And they've kind of lost that a little bit. It, it's, it's a little bit gone by the wayside. But I'm curious for you, if you, because you, you're someone who spends a lot of time talking about the lore, and mm. thinking about like those aspects of Overwatch, is it worth them dedicating resources to putting out other like limited time modes or more PVE campaigns or anything like that that assists people who aren't interested in, in ranked and maybe even quick play? Everything or... is expensive, man. Mm-hmm. That's just what it comes down to. It's expensive, it takes time and funding, and I'm so for uh, getting more media and like more animated shorts, even a show or you know all that kind of stuff comics books you name it i think for me personally pve stuff is on the bottom rung and i'm like i'm not being paid to say this i just think that pve stuff like borderlands like let's take borderlands 3 for an example that game does not have the same replayability that a pvp game has just bar none you know you have games where every single time you load in there's a vastly different experience and there is a big massive 
humongous player base that will go back in and dive back into the fray because it it's a new experience, right? And so the people who grind Borderlands 2, 3 and have like a thousand hours in it, they're rarer. They're much more rare, right? And so I just, I don't think that PvE naturally has the same replayability. It will get boring. It will right. get dull and lose its novelty quicker. And I would much rather them divert resources into things that are more accessible to people who aren't just looking for that kick of gameplay. You know, shooting bots. I agree. Like, I've never played League, but I watched Arcane. I love and that. I made me want to play League until I Arcane asked a was friend. So good. And they were like, yeah, save your mental and just play <laughs> Just Overwatch. enjoy Arcane. Yeah. So, I mean. I think it would be cool to have more lore stuff. And, you know, a lot of your chat is saying that. And I think it's cool. I think a lot of people really like the lore. And uh, if they could delve deeper into lore with PvE stuff, that would be cool. But again, uh, I don't like the PvE stuff. I feel like events like the April Fool's patch was made way more fun and replayable. Oh my god, a roguelike mode. Because, you know, you play against each other and every game is different and so silly mm -hmm. and so funny. But uh, yeah. when it's like Cosmic Crisis or whatever else, you play it, you know what's happening and you don't want to play it again. So you spend a lot of resources for it to be played once. It's not fun. I want more patches. Or more modes like uh, prop hunt. That's cool. I love prop hunt. More it's more fun. modes like the more silly stuff like the April Fool's patch, right? That's more permanent. Something like I even if you look at other games that are like you know uh, free to play, like League and stuff, they never really do PVE because the core is PVP. And I feel like PVE is so hard to do to make it replayable in a PVP game. And there's so many resources that you need to spend to do it. And maybe it's just not worth it. I feel like if you spend more resources to make fun modes where like it doesn't have to be competitive, but it can be still silly and fun, it'd be way better. Obviously, people like the PvE, but uh, I I don't know. I, I I don't like it that much. I think if more if we had more modes like Pop Hunt, that'd be cool. That's my no opinion. mediums are created equal, and I feel like PvE is one of the most expensive and also like diminishing returns of yeah. them all. Yeah, just gonna, you gotta yeah. weigh the pros and cons, I guess. You yeah. experience it once, it's done. Yeah, it doesn't live on your shelf. You can't rewatch it really. You don't really feel compelled to. Yeah, it's not like. When are we honest. getting an animated show? If we had something like Arcane, bro, that would be, that'd be crazy. so sick. Just, I, just I, needs crazy funding. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, mean, I think true. I wonder if the devs have come to this conclusion themselves, which is why we don't see as many limited time modes. Like there was a point in time when they were mm -hmm. pumping these out, and they were there was a lot of effort being put into them, which you know, we appreciate, but. As you guys have pointed out, when they don't have the replayability and yeah. they don't kind of sit on their own, they don't sustain by themselves, it feels like a lot of effort wasted. Like, did it, even from their business POV, did it increase the amount of money they made that season? Probably not by a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Ultimately, they probably just want people to play the game and yeah. buy the battle pass. But it's like advertisement, right? Like, when you spend money on ads, you don't get direct revenue back, right? Like, you, a lot of companies spend a lot of money on ads, and right. Arcane was a big ad for No, me. no, I'm not talking about the TV shows. I'm talking okay. about the PvE modes right oh, now. okay, yeah. Like, obviously, I'm a huge advocate for getting a TV show, because that, that is, as you described, yeah. it's a wider media thing. And I, I think that is a big gap in your watch ecosystem like we talked about this on the last podcast episode but the heroes are really underutilized like mm -hmm. there's so much love people who love heroes. lore so sigma much. ramatra you know tracers you know whatever mercies whatever you know they need to bring back the the animated shorts bro which i know probably <laughs> costs a pretty penny but, yeah, like, but those animated shorts were it's beautiful. one of the reasons why overwatch was so popular as well because everyone loved them and people want to play because it brings hype and you're like oh, i want to play the game now and they go queue up oh, reinhardt you know <laughs> die with honor live with glory or whatever you know it's awesome you know that's cool it's wild that a bunch of people's even minds like first 
interaction with Overwatch was through its art, its short stories. Yeah. Yeah. I like if you make more PvE stuff where there's more lore, that'll be cool. People like lore, you know? Mm -hmm. People love Overwatch lore. We just don't have enough of it. The interest I, is there. It's it's always been there. People it's still love there. the characters of Overwatch compared to other games, like the characters mm -hmm. of Overwatch so awesome. Like so cool. They're interesting, right? I actually have stats on this. Oh yeah? yeah you do? I have some stats on this. I was doing research. I was like, hmm, why is it that Overwatch's heroes are so much more famous in terms of like the cultural sphere than anyone in Valorant, anyone in Apex? I don't think there's like a direct competitor to Overwatch because no game feels like this. It's not just like, oh, it's Battle Royale shooter. It's, no, but it dwarfs its competition. You know, I don't hear anybody talk about Rampart from Apex the way that I hear people talk about Symmetra. I love Rampart. It's <laughs> <laughs> the same voice actress, yeah. right? Same diversity that's hit, right? The same like kind of um, dynamic character design, very, very cool. But Symmetra is just leagues more popular and you go on Tumblr, you go on these sites where you can actually see the amount of people following a certain tag. Overwatch has like a, a million, 1.5 million People just following that tag. Valorant Apex, they have like less than 10K. It's like, why is that? Damn. Yeah, it, it like blows them out of the water. And I think there's like a danger, because you know, both of you talking about like PvE and lore. I, I, I think there's like a danger of connecting the PvE and the lore. And obviously, hindsight, Andy, we can say this now. But having to like shoot a bunch of bots to experience the story, like it doesn't really feel like it. Like it just yeah, feels sure. like you're being, it's a chore to get to the one clip we want to see anyways, and then once you've seen the clip, you're, like, what's, you're never going to shoot the bots again to get that to get that thing. So I do think like if we're going to have PvE modes or any sort of limited time modes, they need to be, they need to be focused, in my mind, to, on something fun and replayable by itself mm -hmm. that maybe just highlights how fun the heroes are, but move the lore away into its own media in some ways. Right? That's like, why voice lines are so cool, because voice lines give you a lot of lore, and that's cool. That's right, awesome. and that's kind of like Overwatch kind of made that a thing, right? Yeah. Like, that wasn't really... Now all these hero shooters and stuff do it, like Valorant and Apex, they'll have them like just It's not really as good. It's just banter. It's meaningless banter. Right. I'm sorry to say. No, I mean, it's and awful. It's, like some yeah. of the voice lines in Apex and Valorant are so bad. They're so awful. Watch this. <laughs> right. They're just like, what's the bamboozle or whatever the frick that they're like Apex TikTok. guy is called. <laughs> like it's just like Mirage. the NPC behavior. Uh, Bamboozling them. Yeah, it's like it's like they like, want to play. Let's play. <laughs> I mean, that one kind of slaps actually. Yeah, but, okay. But yeah, I I think that, and again, this is something we can throw out, and I have no idea what it takes for the developers to do it. But I would love to see them if they're going to focus on limited time stuff to be more like an April Fool's patch, more like mini game stuff. Which, I mean. Samido, if Samido was here, he'd be saying bring an Apex Battle Royale style Don't thing. bring a Battle Royale. <laughs> bring a Battle Royale into Overwatch. Don't do that. Give us another dating sim. A dating sim, nice. yeah, like stuff like that would be fun. Or like, you know, like Hearthstone has Battlegrounds and card games. Like that would be fun too. I feel like, Overwatch, I feel like that's hard. Overwatch chess. That's good. I feel like that would be a good way that for Overwatch. That would be fun. Because like a lot of games have their main game and then like smaller games, but they still represent that main game. Mm -hmm. so. It feeds into the franchise. Yeah. And sometimes they become bigger, like you know, like Battlegrounds is bigger than than the regular Hearthstone, right? And um, imagine like an Overwatch version of TFT, it's right? Like a tactical kind of turn-based thing. Cool. That'd be sick. Yeah, that would be <laughs> funny. Boger doesn't sound too convincing. No, I like TFT. It's cool, but um, he's flexing for the camera, bro. I need to flex my. Mo I've been going yeah. to the gym, right? Can we oh get a flex goodness. check from all of us? Oh my goodness. 
Wait, we're all flexing? Let's flex. Yeah. Well, I'm wearing long sleeve shirts, so I, my flexing is, is irrelevant. Like, it doesn't even display. Nice. This is why I, this is why I invited these three in, onto the <laughs> podcast, because they're the gym bros of the, of the Overwatch community. <laughs> these are the guys hitting the gym every day. Jay has very definition on his bicep. No, they I all look fantastic. Sick. They all look yeah. fantastic. But yeah, is there any other aspects yeah. of the lore or like just Big the heroes room, that... Trying to catch up to <laughs> you, bro. I see you, I see yeah. you. Actually, J3 took us, last time we were here, J3 took us to the gym and taught us how to deadlift. Yeah, That's a little fun. <laughs> Let's go. That's a fun little story. Uh, yeah, I actually do it still. Yeah, I okay. did lift okay. it. Yeah. So J3, J3 teaching us in gym, yep. but perhaps <laughs> needs some That would be a cool thing to do for your podcast, yeah, gym, gym podcast. A gym podcast, a live from the gym. Okay, that, yeah. we're, we're stepping up, we're getting escalating. First oh, of all, it's first like, it's like hot person. ones, but instead of eating spicy chicken wings, cool. you're, you're, like, you're, you're lifting just You argue, and then you do a deadlift competition, whoever deadlifts And you have to like wins. answer the question while you're there at the yeah. peak of it. You're just like, oh, <laughs> I think support players suck. <laughs> 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 no one's going to argue with you now, because we're going to be like, oh, shit, that's funny. Okay, so again, we'll we'll just round up the lore thing. Anything you want to add on the heroes and the use of the game outside, or any like stuff with game modes and stuff that you want to flag up? Mm. You're thinking, thinking. What heroes? Give them a moment. Chat. Is there anything you guys want to bring up? Because we are, as you can I, see, they've been reading. I mean, I feel like I just said uh, more animated shorts. I think the animated because I love them. Like the Genji Hanzo one, that was a beautiful. I think the last one was like, what, Kiri? Kiri, Kiri was a really that. good one. Um, there was a Sojourn one as well, wasn't there? Was there? There was something. Oh, the Sojourn with the, yeah. That's that true. Sure. Like, I feel like that gives you a lot of information and that get like, oh. as much, like, I watched Arcane, like I was saying, and then you were talking about like replayability for games and whatnot. Like, I kind of want to watch Arcane again. Right. And, yep. and I'm Arcane. actually looking forward. I don't play the yes, game. Next don't, season. Don't care about the game, don't care about the lore, but I want to watch that and November watch... November 23rd. Watch the second season, season. yeah. yeah. Same, I, I'm sorry. actually looking forward to that. I, I love... Like, I, it makes you want to play the game. Yeah. I, like, I, I want to play League. I, you know, I like League, you know. And I, even, yeah. even if they can fund, like, little memes or, like, little comic series that, that come up more regularly instead of these, like, big dedicated stories where it's super fleshed out, it can just be something little and serial and it pours fuel on the fire that is, like the lore community's like passion for it because it's there it's always been there and it's getting a bit more of a resurgence now like i i think the public perception of overwatch is improving but it's like riding a burning ship right <laughs> that's the thing we have so many cool new characters that have no lore ramatra people would go crazy for ramatra stuff people would go crazy for ramatra even, stuff. Him, but even with cool sigma if they actually make some good sigma stuff people would go crazy for that Laurie had a good you know animation right i want to learn more about Laurie. it's so cool like it's so sad of a story i want to learn more about like, peruin it's cool ramatra is so interesting as a character yes like, exactly he literally sat himself down in this dark room at a table and he's like I wonder what I want my third and fourth arm to look like. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, that's cool. Moon, I want to so. hear more about it. I don't <laughs> hear more that's about it. Yeah, he, he built his new form. Yeah. He didn't the have that form. before. Yeah. Form. Yeah, he never knew that. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. It's like his entire character is so interesting. Like the tabula rasa of like, are you born bad or do you become bad? All and I'm it's saying like, is we need a bit of both. <laughs> less Kiriku stuff, more stuff for Ramatra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Less Kiriko. Less Kiriko. Getting the hate. I think there's actually I, like. Oh, go, ahead. go ahead. I think I think Kiriko is deeper than she comes out. She she seems like oh she's so cool. She's so like full of herself. No, I think she's projecting. I, I think she's actually Ooh, really quite insecure. Tom. I project too if I had a Suzu. Yes. <laughs> you know like you know how Diva is very like 
like nerf this, and she's very um, gamery and kind of like turns the cringe to eleven, and she leans into it so much. I always thought like, okay, headcanon, she gamifies war in order to cope with the horrors of it. <laughs> Okay, uh, okay. Well, <laughs> sure, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, that's the cool thing. Everyone can make their own story. You know? No. I think she's well, just a silly so. goober, that's what I think. You think so? Yeah, I think she's you just think, a silly goober. You think goober, she's just yeah. a little girl with, with a giant I, I think, two, t- two no, ton neck? No offense to Blizzard, I don't think they thought that far into it, you know, but nah. honestly, yeah, I don't think they. Nah, they have. I think it's like so. Just because you have. They're looking at me, they're looking over. No, I think the lore team do, they spend all in, well, that's their job, and they spend an inordinate amount of time just kind of talking through the mm-hmm. characters and like what they'd be like as people, and I kind of flesh them out. Yeah. So like I don't think Free has. Uh, Sorry? There's like mind maps that we don't even get to see. Right. So I don't think Free is like out of pocket for suggesting that they would kind of think about like, well, what is, what is Diva's <laughs> perspective on war? Or what is like, you know, why does she do the things she does? So yeah. you're going to get shot by the snipers, the Blizzard snipers. <laughs> For, for disrespecting Stare. the lower team. My bad, my bad. My knee, oh no, my knee. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Can I get an ice pack? <laughs> it's a water pack now. Oh god. <laughs> so yeah, anything else you want to bring up on the lower end for you in particular? I love it, I want more. Why is security coming here? Oh god. <laughs> Jay, anything you want to add on this before we move on? I learned a lot of my lore through chat. You learn a lot of your lore through chat? Yeah. There's a big lore community. People what did, love what it. What did you learn most recently? Well, not, not anything recently. What you just said, I just learned that. I actually hey. didn't know that. <laughs> but I remember going on like Tracer and playing on King's Row, and she's, she has a voice in that says, I can't wait to see Emily here. And I'm like, wait, who's that? Yeah, who the hell? And then chat would tell me, like, oh, yeah. That's Tracer's... Uh, I, okay, I'm sorry. I just want to correct this commentary. I did not love Life Reaver, okay? I just want to you make put, that clear. You put thousands of hours in him. No, a thousand games. I didn't put it out of love. It's for the challenge, you know. You sh- you showed us your body pillow for life. We were no, okay, well, you, you weren't supposed to mention <laughs> that. Okay. That's under NDA. Ah, ah, under NDA, that was on bad. carpet. Security, security. Before I get kicked out, why was there a hole in there? <laughs> <laughs> cut, cut, cut the okay, right, this is, this is Boger's good. like. Boger's like you, the beta, play Life Weaver because you think he's hot. I, uh, the, the Sigma, child, you know. play Life Weaver because he's what, hard. What have I done? <laughs> what have I done? Um, <laughs> next question, yeah. yeah so next question. I was, was going to talk about serious shit, but I really, like, I don't know how I'm going to tone shift now from what we've just gone into. I was going to say. Let's go, ready? I'm always red. It's December. <laughs> I was outside. This is what happens in Florida, man. Steps outside. Yeah, it is. I turn red when I get in the sun. Yeah, yeah. When he talks about life weaver, maybe he has a crush. Yeah, he has a crush on life weaver. I don't know. We're going to avoid the life weaver topic. I was going to say that, obviously, we can sit here and say this. I wonder how much of this will change with Microsoft. Because, again, we've been in the Activision era for so long. We kind of got the feeling that Activision didn't really want to fund these things that we're talking about, right? An animated short. We've been begging for a Netflix show for... I don't know how long. Since we've seen the shorts, we've been begging to please give us a Netflix show, and especially that increased once uh, Arcane came out, and we could see what could be done. But it'd be interesting to see what Microsoft's approach is. Like, do they do they value these things? Do they want to push the lore, or are they happy to just be like, crank out PvP game, crank out skins, battle pass? We're happy. We don't give a shit. We're not going to fund your Netflix show. You guys have any? Oh, see, I love Microsoft. Microsoft is great. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like Microsoft. I mean, I feel like they have 
a big backing to it as well. I mean, they have. Um, oh, <laughs> oh man, don't they have like? What's that game? Minecraft. Yes, they what's have that game. What's that, what's that, what's that, that game? game? That, is, that is the most perpetually Overwatch player answer you can ever get. What's that game? The Minecraft? Minecraft? What's that obscure game that nobody plays? Probably the most highest selling game of all exactly, time. Exactly though, like you see what they put behind it though. There's there's spin-offs of Minecraft. There's uh, there's different games of Minecraft that I think they could do with Overwatch. There's I don't know. Have there ever been a movie or anything? There is a Minecraft movie. So in the there works. you go. I feel like there's a lot there's of Minecraft Telltale, Minecraft movie, Minecraft dungeon thing. Okay, Jesus Minecraft Christ. different uh, Minecraft versions of Minecraft, mm -hmm. Java Bedrock Edition, Yo. mobile consoles. You know, Yo. modded there's Minecraft. There's a movie. Yeah, lot yeah. Minecraft. Yeah. So you feel like they could bring that? I feel like they could bring a lot more, and with the backing behind Microsoft, they can they have a lot of money to spend, and they could be used to grow Overwatch. Yeah. When they acquired uh, Minecraft from Mojang, and they kind of soaked them in, it was, uh, they handled that well because they kind of just gave them freedom and money to do stuff. Mm -hmm. But can I, can, can you just like sing a beep while my lips move? Beep. <laughs> oh, that was, I, <laughs> Okay, do I go again? Okay, do you wanna okay. go? <laughs> Go. Okay. Beep. Yeah, I'm running out of breath. Yeah. Good, good for you. I do. agree. I agree with Furio for sure. Makes sense. Yeah. That'll be the, the most watched clip of, of the podcast, yep. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> I mean, Furia. Wow. Can't a, believe she said that. I know. As a, as a side note, Furia and I, obviously, we've, we've been talking about doing our own <laughs> podcast for a bit about non Overwatch shit. And one of, the, one of the episodes is that Free is going to talk to me about Minecraft and explain Minecraft to me because I don't. I've never Minecraft really. Gamer. I've only Yo. played it once. Invite Dante. I forgot the name. Invite Dante. It, so. That's true. You, you were like, "What's that game?" <laughs> What's so that like, game? I, I, you know, Free. She's going to teach me. So presumably, she's, she's. I know she's done a lot of research and she's thought a lot about this in Minecraft. So you kind of probably mm -hmm. presume have a lot of thoughts about how Microsoft handled Minecraft and maybe you want to. It sounds like you're not too happy, so maybe you want to point a few red flags that may occur for oh, the future of my, Overwatch. Oh, my unhappiness is not with Microsoft and Minecraft. Oh, really? It's with Microsoft and the other things they do. Okay. Be yeah. careful, your other knee might be in trouble. So. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. one knee. You're going to walk out here on crutches or a wheelchair or something. <laughs> I only have one good knee. you got to be careful. No, I, um, I have a general distrust of corporations. Understandable. Well, because, corporation. Yes. Well, everything everything is a corporation. Yeah. You go to the Starbucks, you're in a corporation. <laughs> and and the trouble is, right, creative expression and flourishing is in direct contrast with what capitalism demands of creators. And we're seeing this sort of crunch in the game development world, in all creative worlds, in the film space, in TV, right? This this emergence of AI, I'm like, I'm gonna go there. But all of these things are kind of snowballing into this, uh, into this giant avalanche of terror for creatives because you're expected to pump out incredible amounts of things for absolutely no security, um, not enough pay, and just like this level of disposability that is really, really quite scary. And so I have a general disdain for, for corporations and the things that they're doing right now because it is very dehumanizing. It feels like art is being treated like a means to an end, a means to 
put more cash in your hands than it is what it is right now, which is the thing that gets us through pandemics, right? Art is literally the shows we watch, the, um, the cool pictures we look at, you know, it's the games we play, the music we talk about that connects us with people all across the world. It's the design of software that allows us to talk, us, talk with friends, like things like Discord that connects us even though we all live in different countries. That's what keeps us alive. That's what makes us human. That's what makes life worth living right now. And corporations are jeopardizing this in a way that they never have before. And it is, it is hard to talk about Microsoft with the same optimism that we had a couple uh, episodes ago on the podcast because of what, what's happened. And it, it, it makes my heart heavy, man. That's all. That's all. Yeah, I think very so well said. Perfect. Stop reading chat while she's giving epic speeches. <laughs> I'm just moving and my eyes go... Keep your eyes here. Uh, no, I think, that, I think it's very well said. I think that... I mean, I don't even need to add on more on that because I think you've kind of touched on everything. That is the dangers that we need to watch out for. And it, it's clearly like... We, we've talked about this on the podcast as well. Like immediately when all these layoffs happened that we came in with so much optimism for, for the Microsoft merger and they kind of blew it out <laughs> the water really, really quickly. And I hope that like... I mean, our heart goes out to the devs, and we hope that it gets better. We hope that it gets better, that that was maybe the worst that they'll do. Like, they came in, and they came in hard. But it does suck. It, it has really killed a lot of the, the momentum that maybe came with, hey, Microsoft's going to make it a lot better than Bobby Kotick, right? Mm-hmm. Jay, do you have any thoughts about what Free has just talked about? With like, No, I completely agree. I just, uh, what do you call it? I didn't like what they did. I, get, I, don't, I don't know the, the back end, but I, I don't like seeing all my friends... Sometimes, you know, get fired. Sucks. It does suck. And I, I can only imagine that's doubly so for, for each of the developers who are, like, left behind. And, yeah. You know, it's, it's, like, hard to overstate. I mean, again, I know people will be like, you're shilling because you're inside the Blizzard offices. But when you're inside the Blizzard offices, you get to talk to the devs. You get to see what their sentiment is. And you get and to it, meet them, yeah. You, right. Personally, too. It's not just, like, you know, them working on a game. You get to actually talk to them. Right, you get to see their passion. Like these guys yeah. are so passionate about the game. Like I, I, I'm like admired because we play Overwatch and we get super burnt out. Like I, I've so many times my love for Watch is waning. True, and it doesn't ever seem like that for them. No matter how much like shit the community talks, they always seem to be so passionate. And when you see like all these passionate people get laid off, and the survivors guilt for the people who stay, right? It, it can't be overstated. Like like you see all these people get fired and you're like, well, why did they get fired and not me? They do such great work. It, it can really it's make it arbitrary. hard. It's arbitrary. Right. It, yeah. it, it can really make it hard to keep doing like authentic, creative work because that's what it is. It's not like a simple, like, well, I push this button and this happens. You've got to try and create and, or, and organically like breathe life into these characters and, and come up with fun shit that people will enjoy in the context of all of this happening. So it sucks. It's mm-hmm. hard. A, a thought, spare a thought your Blizzard developers. Okay. Any any other thoughts on this kind of the Microsoft aspect of things? Corporation, sometimes not good. Sometimes not good. <laughs> yep. You've kind of swapped roles now. Now for, now the, the simple sentence from Boger. Yep. <laughs> Jay, anything else to add? No, I think you guys basically said everything okay. perfectly. I'm trying. I'm trying to look at what our what our 12, how much runtime we've given. I think I think we can. Do you guys want to go over the patch one time before we we call it quits? Sure. Here? Sure. There's not too much production. Would it be possible at all to pull up the most recent 
patch that's come through. Because we, I don't think any of us have, have you played. No, no. None of us have managed to play on the patch. So we're gonna. You guys listening right now probably have a better feel of how the patch has actually affected the game. We're gonna we're gonna go off of our gut instinct though, because there are some very interesting changes. And changes. Mercy Nerf deserved. Right, Mercy Nerf. Finally, finally, Mercy Nerf to the ground. Just don't need Mercy. I agree completely. Yeah. Mercy has been oppressive for so we long. Have Genji. The busted Mercy. <laughs> I mean, that, that, you, you guys joke about it, but uh, sometimes, unironically, you'll see those comments in the forums. They're like, thank God, Mercy, the most oppressive yeah, character. I know, it, it's so stupid. Okay, yeah, if we can switch over, we'll talk through the changes Did as well. Did they nerf Genji this patch? No, that's why, what? that's why our watch is done. No. That's why our watch is done. <laughs> if they don't nerf Genji, then it's no point. Sure, one second, go. we're just we're going to sort that out. I think, I think we could already see that the D.Va had a bit of a nerf there with her projectile spread. Mm. Strong feelings for you? Any strong feelings? Mm, I played a couple tank games this season in ranked. Diva feels very strong. Yeah, I Diva like her. Diva sometimes explodes really hard. Like yeah. I've never seen Diva explode this much. It is insane. <laughs> like if you made one small mistake on Diva, she just dies because she's like a big, like bubble. I, big, I feel like, like I explode faster on Zarya right now. I think Zarya is just a little bit different playstyle, and I don't think she's Maybe. that bad. Maybe, maybe. I, after talking with Dante, I think Zarya isn't that bad, especially after this patch. Especially after the yeah, the, the minimum damage for the, the right. Beam, right. As we'll see, the they buffed Zarya there. But how's your experience? Let's sticking to Diva for now. How's your experience been with Diva, Jay? I don't think she's that. I think she's in a good spot. To be mm -hmm. honest. I think she's fine. I, I I'm sorry for cutting you. No, Even on Winston, when playing against Diva before, you would die instantly. I, right now, I didn't feel like I that. I think Winston's actually good. Doesn't yeah. he have like a, a his like one of his Things is that he ignores armor too. Yep. Yeah. I he deals a lot of damage. I think Diva, Winston, right now are really strong. Sigma is good, uh, but I think right now I think the tank to go to is definitely Wrecking Ball. I think mm -hmm. Yeah. If you're good at him. Yeah. I actually don't think Zarya. I think beaming the beams in general, even like with Symmetra, are not even good right now. Maybe. Mm. But again, like what he explained to me was that you can bubble the Discord, even if they Discord mm -hmm. somebody else, and then you can be Discord for seven seconds, yeah. which is insane. It, it, it's like, yeah, they cleanses you basically. Yeah. I think I think one thing this is highlighting to me is like the dynamic nature of Overwatch. Because I, I did the I did my week on Diva like just a couple weeks before this new patch, and I got coached from Hawk, and, and Hawk was like Diva's just really bad right now, guys. Like he's really like B tier, you know, kind of worse than you know X tank on poke, worse than X tank on brawl, worse than X tank on dive. And even in the Winston matchup, he was saying like since the Winston buff, yeah, it's like he, she kind of suffers because like yeah. you don't shred Winston. Yeah, you don't. And Winston provides more for his team because you go in a bubble that's like a lot more valuable than DMing things. Like it doesn't protect as yeah. widely. <laughs> so it's interesting that like Diva was in that state a couple weeks ago, and now we come with a patch that doesn't really change too much about Diva per se. But all of a sudden, Diva now, you're right, it does feel a lot better, a lot, a lot more viable. And the same goes for Wrecking Ball, right? Like, for so long, people have been saying, Wrecking Ball kind of shit, like, well, he's not really got a place in Overwatch 2. And then we change a bunch of other things, and Wrecking Ball is, is great. Mm -hmm. Production, are we, are we ready to go to Diva? Okay, so let's, so we'll, we'll look at the patch now. So we'll head over. So the first one is Diva. Could we, could we make that a little bit bigger so we could read that as well, please? That, that would be really awesome. Because it's a bit difficult, but all we see now is chat meowing. Yeah, we see chat meowing. What's your mew streak? Here we go. So the base, so right the now. base projectile size reduced. I'll just for, this is a pretty minor one, so I'll just go good, bad. Sure. Yeah, it's sure, whatever. Fine. It's whatever. Uh, the light gun. 
Yeah, it's just the it's gun, smaller yeah. now. So that, yeah, that's what I mean. I feel like they buffed all the hitboxes, or the projectile hitboxes, but they're now now they're just gonna fine tune it. I yeah, think yeah, that's I good. Agree. Is, yes. is your light gun the the? That's yeah, not the blaster. blaster. That's yeah, the, yeah, blaster. the blaster. It's oh. blaster. It's whatever. It's, okay. I don't think it's. I think it's just to keep those like yeah those in line. Can we move on to Roadhog, please, production? Thank you so much. So I think Roadhog. Here we go. Forty. The damage reduction increased from forty to fifty percent. I cry every time Roadhog gets above. Yeah, but it's not meaningful, I feel like. I, I want him to stay in the dumps all the I time agree. because I, I think Hard the game agree. is in a terrible spot whenever Roadhog is good. I agree. I 100% agree. Sorry, Unsalted Salt. Jay, you might have to do some, <laughs> some propaganda. But I think, I'm not sorry. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think 40 to 50% is... I still it think Roadhog... Really I think I, if the other team runs an Ana, you're still... You don't need to run Ana anymore. Like, I've Just seen Roadhogs die instantly because the DPS passive. Of the twenty percent healing. Yeah, yeah it's really crazy. Well, the other problem with Roadhog is that the one shot is not as reliable anymore yeah, because that. the health pool has gone up. So now hooking someone, they've already been, they've already been trying to move the power away from the hook, and they've done that over progressive patches. But now even more so, hooking someone is like they're probably going to survive, and then you're going to die as Roadhog. Yeah. So I think that's the problem for him. But fuck that guy. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I think Roadhog just explodes so hard right now. It's crazy. He does. He does. Yeah. And I, I personally would rather see him get. I know they just did a Roadhog rework, but I'd rather he be reworked in another way rather than be made viable because I truly believe... I think he's way too weak right now. I, I do, I know that, <laughs> yeah. but I, I truly believe that when Roadhog is even like remotely good, the game is so ass. It, it comes to so a grinding bad. halt. Yeah. And he also creates this other problem with the whole Ana thing. Like He really highlights the Ana problem because when Roadhog is good, you have to play Ana. And then people complain about Ana and they say like Ana's cooldowns are too broken. Mm -hmm. And then we get Malga as well, who counters Roadhog, and Malga's the same problem. You need an Ana to counter the, the Malga. And it just creates this problem where these, these tanks, we've talked about this on the podcast, but the tanks that don't have ability mitigation, they suffer against this one specific thing, and then we're having to nerf Ana just so that Roadhog is playable. And then Ana, everyone agrees, is actually really good and, and a fair matchup. And eventually they're going to release something that's like Antinade that isn't Antinade. And then what do we do? Yep. Do we nerf that again just so the Roadhog doesn't get hit by it? Yep. So they need to make something fundamental about Roadhog rather than keep buffing him into existence because otherwise we keep ending mm -hmm. up in this loop. The frustration of a Roadhog or like a really good Widow that's uncontested is always that they turn the game into a one-pick fights over right. simulator. And it's, it makes the game really, really rough because as other roles, like if you're not the tank and you can't just throw the Sigma shield in his face at the right time, then it's like, what do you do? You, you go May and try to time your walls really, really well and bends up, mess up his hook, right? Or as support, like you go Ana and it just forces your hand a certain way. It forces your hand when the Roadhog's on your team as well. And it just it doesn't feel good. No, right? I agree. Jay, any propaganda from Salt? No, I actually... I actually agree. I don't think Roadhog is a very fun character. And <laughs> I think your win rate says it. You know, the stack with the so oh, I think yeah. Yeah, I think that's the yeah. No, I, I've been I've been shit talking salt the whole time. When do you not shit talk him? <laughs> True. Yeah. I feel bad. I mean, he. I, I think the only reason you should feel bad is he's not here to shit talk you back. Sure. I'm sure he would be absolutely fine with the shit talking. He, he loves the shit talking. He wants to dish them out himself. He loves the shit talk. Okay, well let's move on. Then. If we can go back to Zarya now, production that'd be awesome. So as you, as you guys have, have kind of already pointed out, the minimum damage of the primary fire has gone up and, and the, the maximum. maximum damage has gone up. So just double buff, basically. Yeah, mm -hmm. I so. think it's a strong buff. I think 20 damage on maximum beam is not, not small. I think, uh, I think people, if they adjust their playstyle and Dante is right about what we talked, I think Zarya's going to be a lot better. 
190 damage per second. Hey, that's, that's pretty like, good. Well, I feel dead. like I feel like they also needed to increase her damage a little bit because they increase everyone's health. Yeah, I agree. I don't <laughs> disagree. I think, I think Zarya is a sleeper pick. I'll be honest. And good on certain maps as well. Like I think the problem with Zarya always suffers like certain maps, she's not really good. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then other maps, she's really mm-hmm. good. Wow. Okay. The King's Rosaria. Mm. The King's Rosaria. Mm. And like sometimes she's really oppressive. Like in those situations, when you can't avoid her, she's really oppressive. Okay. Uh, now let's move on to Hanzo. So Hanzo. the base projectile size reduced, and the total projectile size is now 0.175 meters. Basically, yeah, whatever. smaller arrow. Yeah. Which feels a bit harsh because I think most people have said that Hanzo is not great right now. I but don't think Hanzo's I think Hanzo's crying horrible. in the club. Well, I think it's also because of that DPS passive, yeah. I think there's a lot of things. He can't one-shot, you know, he, the DPS passive doesn't affect him. Dive is meta, so he dies every fight. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things. But once again, my biased personal agenda is fuck Hanzo, I don't give a shit, let's move on. Yeah, let's go next. <laughs> Junkrat. Uh, I hate Junkrat. So, it seems Same. like, so this was another <laughs> one I can speak to a little bit, because I did my one week of Junkrat before this Season 9 patch came in, and I got coach from Jake, and Jake was like, if these, this patch goes through, Junkrat, dog shit character, absolutely unplayable, like awful, because his whole, his whole playstyle is based around his one-shot combo, right? The, mm-hmm. the primary into the conk. It seems that the developer's answer is kind of like more conks equals better Junkrat. But I don't, I, I don't know that much about Junkrat to still say if this is he good or not. You still can't one-shot, right? No, I don't yeah. think so. No. But, well, it looks like so 120 plus 55 No, minimum. that's not it. That's minimum and maximum. Oh, minimum. You're right, you're right. So, so his maximum 120 if he hits, plus his left click is 120 or how much? So it's 240. 240, you don't yeah. one-shot still. The explosive balls are 110. Yeah, it's fine. I think yeah. Junkrat is a dumb character. <laughs> Yeah, so 245. So. I don't think it makes him OP or anything. I think yeah. he's still a horrible pick. Yeah, I, But better. I, it's better. It's like better, it. but still garbage. Yeah. It's better, but again, a fundamental problem that Junkrat suffers with. He's just not built for... His, okay, one thing about Junkrat, his ult is horrible right now. I've not seen a single Junkrat tire kill. Oh, I've seen I don't know. I haven't. I played in there. I've played the U. Dire dies instantly because the project dies. It does die a lot. It does mm-hmm. die a lot. It is crazy how fast it dies. I think they should increase the HP of it. Oh. Yeah, I think I think they could do. Do you want fifty? I think it's fine. Okay, moving on to soldier then. So the the now the smaller projectile for him as well. The, the smaller hitbox. So Good soldier was busted. Yeah. So what, what is this? Busted. Is this uh, does this basically put him like pre-buff, or is it? I don't know. I think so, roughly something some a little bit bigger. I think. Bigger still. But not still, as big. Still a little bigger, but not as big. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so you guys feel like Soldier was a bit overtuned, so this is uh, I think he was a bit too strong. Oh, sure. no, his, his, like, risk versus reward was so skewed compared to, like, literally every other DPS. Right. Yeah. He's very consistent, and that's what I like about Soldier. Yeah. I don't think he was OP, I'll be honest. I think he no, was just consistent. like, you could pick him everywhere, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, the DPS passive really benefited him, right? It's like, yeah. you can just keep yeah. tagging people with it constantly. Yeah. So, okay, I, I think probably fair, though, like, bring it, bring it down a bring little bit. Bring it down a bit. Yeah, it's fine. Bring it down. Okay, let's move on to Trace it. and Broker, I know you... On I the mean, Tracer Crusade. This, just whatever. <laughs> so the minimum fall off range reduced, so basically has to play a little bit closer, I guess. Yeah, it's, I, I think, think it's fine. It doesn't, As a Tracer Yeah, it's too. fine, but it doesn't change much. She's still going to be meta. Mm-hmm. You're still going to be meta. I, I mean, she's been meta a lot. I yeah. Leave Tracer players alone. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm not leaving Tracer players alone, okay? Go play your Life Weaver, bro. No, I'm <laughs> playing my Life Weaver. Okay, well, let's move on to Widowmaker then. Widowmaker, uh, so a smaller hitbox for the, for the primary fire or the Widow's, the scope shot. And then the scope damage fall off range increased from 40 to 60 to 50 to 70 meters. So I think 
So shoot some for, shoot some further, further away. away yeah. Her project that was way too high, like too big. She would like I've seen it's so many insane. headshots. Yeah. Yeah. So being smaller, but like not as what I guess what we said before, not as not as what it used to be, but still a little bigger. I think it's pretty good. And I actually like the fifty to seventy meters. Yeah. I think you're gonna see a lot more widows actually. I mean, I've seen a lot of widows. Yeah, especially before this change, I play I played widow a lot. I thought Widowmaker would be bad season nine, but I was wrong. I was really wrong. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, being able to one shot a lot of characters. With yeah, but more I thought generous. like you you wouldn't be able to one shot as consistently, and then the DPS passive. But turns out she's the only character that can one shot, so she's pretty pretty good. Which I'm curious for you, your thoughts on because you kind of highlighted Widowmaker as this problem character. Does I I always thought that the Hanzo Widowmaker matchup was skewed to favor Hanzo significantly. Mm -hmm. Um, because by nature, like, if he's pointing his bow at you, his arm is covering his face. Right. Like, for a large part. And, and it's also, like, the projectile, and it's a bigger log, so it was always skewed against Widowmaker heavily to favor Hanzo. And I'm like, hmm, it's, I, I think it's good. I think it's good that she has the one-shot capability. Yeah, it's, you think it's, it's fair? Good. I think it's fine enough. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind it existing. I just, like, as long as she's not sitting 2,000 miles away, it's... It's okay. <laughs> and that, yeah, that always comes down to the problem with Widowmaker, right? It's like we want the, you know, if she's not got a one shot, what's the point? She should have range, but not all of it. <laughs> okay, so before J3 goes tomato, we can go to the mic. bathroom. <laughs> yeah, well. I'm gonna go piss my Okay, okay, go ahead. Go make sure you turn off your mic. Yeah, I I hear that. yeah we don't wanna hear that <laughs> shit. Can, do I leave it here? Or can I turn it off? I think just hold the red button until it turns oh, you can off. Turn it off. I mean, if they want to listen to me pee, it's fine. I don't mind. I, I, I will go on a limb here and say most of chat does not want to hear you pee. I'm sure they and, want and jo to. And Jody's shaking her head <laughs> vociferously in the back. I don't back, want to be so. talking about Tracer and then hear, you know, chat hears. <laughs> <laughs> okay. J3's contribution to this podcast will we'll not bring him back anytime soon. What? Um, <laughs> Come on, man. Let's, J3 let's... needs some more fiber. Or I guess Boga no. does in your hypothetical. I get my fiber day. Like, oh, no. Okay, so. Come on, man. <laughs> let's head to concluding thoughts and Boga come back and kind of give us his POV. But season nine, I think, kind of surprising that, or not surprising, but unique in that it's a season without a hero that still received so well. There's still some characters if you want to do it. Oh, there's more. Oh, I'm sorry. Can we can we check the more characters? Sorry, I, I completely forgot. There's more. Supports your pet, your favorites, J3. I think Alari needed a buff. I don't think she was very Same. good right now. Um, so the captive sun actually does scare me. The sunstruck explosion damage increased from 100 to 160. That's a little scary. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah. I guess with the overall health change, like I I guess it makes sense. But I think 160 is a little too much. And the healing pylon uh, cooldown decreased from eight to six seconds. I feel like she kind of, guess she kind of needed that. And cooldown when destroyed by enemies decreased from fifteen to twelve. Right. Yeah, I think she needed it. I don't think she was a good pick right now. Uh, and, I actually rarely saw Laris in my games. Yeah, rarely. I do. Mm -hmm. I do think it, a lot of it comes down to just the style of the game at the moment, though. Like, mm -hmm. it's just very dive favored, and and Iliari's like pylon sitting there is. Yeah. It's not very good against that. No. So I, I, you know, I'm, I do wonder if this is one of those situations, because before the Ciliari was, was pretty good. And I wonder if this is one of those situations where well, should that dive move away, then Ciliari goes back to being very strong. She was really dominating a lot before this, like mm -hmm. ever since her release. I'm okay with her just like taking a little bit of a backseat yeah. for now. Plus she's a DPS healer, I don't like it. Which yeah, obviously <laughs> that's your, that's your, sticks job to your pet peeve. Not just your pylon. <laughs> 
And I mean, they buffed the pylon there in the ult, so it's not really like the mid-fight Iliari is significantly mm -hmm. better. Like, the, the, the damage part of it isn't significantly better. Mm -hmm. It's that I guess she has a bit more healing or a bit more reliable healing, because, again, none of that would even matter if your pylon doesn't get broken. If you actually True. play your pylon correctly, this doesn't change anything. It's mm -hmm. more for the people who are getting their pylon broken, and then the ult is doing more. So it's interesting that this feels like a... I mean, I'm, I don't, I'm not particularly against it, but it feels like a little bit of a power-creepy change where maybe it doesn't change whether she's played now, but later down the line will feel the effects of like, oh, the pylon just always has so much uptime, even though I killed it. Sure. Or the explosion is crazy now. So we'll see. I guess we keep an eye on that what one. What are you talking about? Ilari? Ilari. Do you have any, any thoughts on the Ilari changes? I like him. Larry was kind of bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think she was really bad, actually. So I think she didn't do enough damage and she didn't heal enough, so she kind of struggled. So I like the changes. I think Lari being good is good. I think she's a fun character. It's fun okay. to play. Fair enough, fair enough. Alright, let's over to Lucio then. So Lucio's projectile size reduced as well. So as they said, they were going to try to touch up some of the hitboxes yeah. so that some of the Which outliers. I think is a good good thing, especially you know it's only been what a week or two since the the patch. I think they're going great speed. Yeah, this is usually the complaints is that they take too long to change mm -hmm. problematic things. So they've gone on it right away. Yeah. For you, any thoughts on Lucio? Change good. Change good. Boger, you feel refreshed? He Lucio, what is the the just a projectile. Yeah, he had a huge hitbox. It was really big. It was yeah. actually bigger than the body of Tracer. Yeah. It was actually insane. funny. So, yeah. Okay, let's go over to Mercy then for another similar hitbox reduction. Oh, that is a good nerf right that's there. A good, that's, that's a good change. That's a good change right there. Mercy finally nerfed to the ground. Mm -hmm. She was way too oppressive with her pistol. It Clearly. is crazy. I mean, you know this, Boger, someone who exclusively pistol 2k Mercy. damage average, though, 500. You know my Mercy stats? Mm. 2,000 damage average per 10 at top 500. So no one. <laughs> <laughs> you are the support player that I hate. Yes, you are. <laughs> I played Skiesti tournament, and I was playing Mercy at 7,000 damage, 25 kills. Oh my god. Did you win? <laughs> yeah, I won the map. Did you win, like, overall? No, no, we didn't okay, win Okay, good, overall. I'm glad. No. Yeah. No, no. 7,000 damage is insane, dude. Yep. That is a lot. That's nuts. But you're on the perma avoid for day I three. Am. Okay, we'll over to Zenyatta, and I think this is the last one. I think we're on to the last change now. Is base health reduced and the kick knockback decreased. So we kind of already talked about this a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think that's good change. I think it's I, really good. W? That's what I wanted. Because, like, as I said, he's supposed to be a glass cannon, but he's not a glass cannon. He's just a cannon. There right. should be risk for the reward. And I agree. I there's too much reward. There is no, no risk. Playing Zen. I think he has a when, boop and damage. And when you select Zen, you are announcing to the entire enemy team, I think I am better. And sometimes that's the thrill of it, right? Of like, I, I will kill the flankers, or like, I simply will survive. Yeah. Like, fuck you, Winston. Right? And that's part of the fun, but you should still die sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes, guys, it's okay to die sometimes. It should game. not be that frame of like the J, uh, the Jonak Zen with the uh, freaking 550 oh HP my and like, oh the my health. Imagine the Torb armor packs now and the symmetric oh, shield on the top funny. two of the 250, 275. Yeah. With the Junker Queen shout. Oh my, oh my god, the dark days. I think I tested how much HP max you can have. Rally, Life Weaver 3, HP maxing, HP maxing Junker <laughs> Queen shout, anything else? Torb, you're in here. Okay, Torb gives himself HP. Thor, uh, Bregold, Life Weaver 3, Junker Queen Shout, and I think that's it. Yeah. Really else. It's like DPS? 600 HP. It's funny. Ooh. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Oh, that was before the health buff. Anyways. So. Right. That was before. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I will now head back to where we were before I realized that there was less more uh, things to talk about, which is that Season 9, you know, we haven't had a new hero, but 
it's been really well received, I think, at least certainly by us, the content creators here. We've all, I think, been talking and we were like, yeah, feels really fun. We're really enjoying playing Overwatch again. I see a lot of my community has, has really enjoyed it. So what do you want to see for the rest of the season now? Like, how do we keep this momentum going? How do we keep Overwatch happy? And then presumably season 10, we're going to get another hero again. So how do they make sure they don't fuck that up? So your thoughts, concluding thoughts on yeah, rest of the season and I to season 10. I'll go with Bulger first. I, I think season 9 is just going to be keep being fun because people are grinding, you know, to mm-hmm. champion, champion, right? Yeah. So people are going to... I think the fact that they added a good rank system means that people have something to play because before mm-hmm. it's just wait for new content, then you play the new hero and then you get bored. But now sure. everyone's focused on grinding, so I, I'm not too worried about it. Uh, I think, like, again, as with the stacking stuff, I think if they change that, uh, I know what else they could add for con- a patch, a good patch, mid-season patch. I think if they add a new mid-season patch that's like shakes things up a bit, like if they take a risk, you know, like a little bit, Oof. like they don't, I, like, you know, just change something up, shake it up a bit, right? I think that would be good. Because this patch was big, it made things really fun. Not as big, obviously, but some changes. And uh, for the new hero, I think don't release them like Life Weaver. Awesome. <laughs> and not like Mauga. Maybe somewhere in the middle, right? Somewhere in the middle. Oh, somewhere in the middle, yeah. I think new characters should be strong. I agree. I agree because people want to play it. Have yeah, fun. I think Life Weaver was a good example of a character shouldn't be like that. Yeah. Because people are excited. People want to play it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I do think that they, they definitely don't want a Mauga situation. I think, Ma- like, I don't know if it's worse to have a character so busted everyone hates it. Or versus someone like so underwhelming, so I feel like it's easier to improve the reputation of a character than to like bring it back once it's like everyone hates it. Like it's easier for it to be like, oh, Life Weaver is weak, and eventually you buff him a little bit, and people play him rather than like, oh, I fucking hate Mog, I'm not gonna play Overwatch. Although it's, the timing of it was a factor, which is that they Life Weaver was way too weak for he was way too and weak. Second of all, I agree with you because people still think Malga is broken, which makes my brain cells hurt because like Malga is not that broken. <laughs> And people was like, Lori is like, Malga is busted, nerf him more. It's like, please don't nerf Malga more. Just stop more. shooting right. the tank. Just stop right. shooting the tank. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and then, like, obviously the timing of it was, was unfortunate because they went off to holiday after releasing yeah, Malga. Yeah, I think that was the only bad thing. They buffed Malga on the day of release into comp. Right. That was Maybe the most bad thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, was, it felt oppressive for long. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, like, if the hero is kind of in the middle somewhere, that would be ideal. I also think, like, to, to your point, Bogo, before we move on to the others, I, I, my hot take is that I don't, I actually want them to shake it up. I think it's actually fine as it is right now this season. We've got a new hero coming up in mm-hmm. season 10 anyways. Well, I don't want Tracer better for the next two, three months. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, that goes back to me saying, like, Goat's Metal was a lot of fun, but it wasn't fun for 11 months. Yeah, exactly. I That's... think Goat's Metal for a season was fun, yeah. and I it's just one season. Yeah, so I, I think, like, it will change when the new hero launches. It always does, like, something yeah. will change. So I'm okay with them holding off, because I, I don't want the... I, I'm just worried, because they could do it well. They could do a shake-up well. I'm just worried that... Mid-season hog giga buffed or something, and then we're like, Fuck oh, yeah, yeah, we're miserable for the rest of the season. And I'd rather just keep the goodwill that they've got from this season, where More everyone's like happy and enjoying dive true, and whatnot. True. And then we'll we'll take it from season ten. Mm-hmm. I'll take it to Jay first, and Freya can round us off. Uh, what was the question again? Just what, I, what you want to see for the rest of season nine and any uh, yeah. eye to season so, ten. So that goes back to what I was just saying. Like I like a season being having its own unique identity. Like, you know, go, like I go back to Goats because Goats was so fun, but it wasn't fun for how long it lasted. So if it was like a season like that, if the mid-season patch, like I don't want the mid-season patch to shake things so much where 
it's not the same as it is right yeah, now. I didn't I want it to shake things so it's not the same. Just make something like different, like like a little bit. Well, like, I mean, well, I think a little bit is fine, but not too much. Yeah, I agree. No, I, yeah, I don't want it too much. But it's a mid-season patch. If they if they keep going the direction that they are going and like changing things, like like I really, I really like how they changed the, these hitboxes in this patch so fast when the new season hit. Um, so they're going in a in a in a good direction. I used to think they were going like one step forward, two steps back. So now I think it's actually no, two steps forward. Yeah, I, I, I think that I was also deeply skeptical in, in the lead up to this. Like, yes, I, you could watch my, like, everyone knows, like, before this actually happened, I was like, I, this does not sound good. I think this is lazy. But when I actually played it. I think it's a lot of fun. A lot yeah, of fun. and it's like, we gotta, we gotta hold our hands up when we get those, like, yeah. predictions wrong. Like, it's like, can't judge a book by its cover, and you actually have to, like, play it to actually understand it. And it's a lot of fun. Right, and I think that. This has definitely been for me a, a sort of renewing in the faith of the of the balancing of the game because up until now I was like ah, I'm not sure what they're cooking like I don't I don't really trust them to steer the wheel yeah but I think big kudos to I think it was Josh No's brainchild to kind of really change up the health pools and stuff mm -hmm. and it, it's really worked like it's really it feels a lot better like Overwatch feels a lot more mm -hmm. fun so long may that continue and please don't buff Roadhog please don't <laughs> please don't, don't make Overwatch miserable again. Uh, we need to fix the Doomfist bugs. No, delete yeah, Doomfist. Sure. I saw Git Quake. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. Delete Doomfist. Doomfist bugs. Okay, so Faria, how about yourself? How do you feel about the rest of the season? What do you want to see? And like an eye to season 10. This season came with like the bravest set of changes we've seen since like Overwatch 2. You know, since like 5v5. And I think that it takes a lot of guts to be like, okay, we're going to fundamentally change the way that our game is played. And we're going to change all the breakpoints. We're going to change like your health bars. Everything is going to be changed before the better. And for them to do that is such a good thing because I don't care if some heroes busted. I don't. I don't mind if they overstep or overtune something, as long as they're changing and reiterating. Like I know that it's not reasonable to expect a new patch every single week, like the mm -hmm. the one we just got, right? But the fact that they're so receptive to community feedback and they're always they're always watching, <laughs> it, it's so it's so helpful, right? Because that's the stuff that prevents it from getting really stale. That's the stuff that prevents things like goats from happening again, mm -hmm. running on for eighteen months, right? That's the stuff that stops like the two year long slog of double shield, sigma orisa, and if we have this constant state like constant state of iteration, it's like okay, Zen's good this week, okay. But what about next one? What, what if what if Ibiari is all of a sudden really really good? Uh, what if, yeah? You can't change things too fast though. You know, like yeah, I don't. You can't take too long. Bit. Yeah, you can't take too long. You can't take too fast because yeah, mm -hmm. it like it, it's jarring when it's too fast and it's boring when it's too mm -hmm. late. Yeah, mm -hmm. you want the Goldilocks zone, not too yeah. hot, not too cold, yeah. just right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not but easy. Always moving is a good thing. Yeah, exactly. right. Yeah. But yeah, I think always moving is a good thing, but also learning to recognize when you've when you've created a state that's actually good and like let it let it sit for a little let it let it breathe for a bit. Because that was people's complaints with the mm -hmm. Overwatch one that one patch in October or whatever it was when they made a great patch and Seagull made the video saying Yeah, Overwatch I was just gonna mention that. Uh, like, there was a season one uh, Overwatch one patch where it felt amazing and then they ruined it like shortly after. Yeah, they yeah. Like, immediately changed it and all the goodwill went. So yeah. hopefully they I, I, I'm gonna open my heart up again and hope that they don't do that again. We'll, we'll believe that they keep it, keep it 100, keep it good. Um, and I think from my 
personal POV, I think also I would like to see just just keep it going. Just maybe tweak a few of the, the worst performing heroes. Like if you want to tweak Reinhardt in some way or something, that's fine. Mm -hmm. I refuse Roadhog, but like you know whatever you want to buff Hanzo a little bit, that's okay. I'll accept that much. But overall, keep this momentum going. Maybe drop some fun little thing in the mid season, like a a lover watch or something. But then eyes on season ten. Make sure the new hero launch is good. Make sure they're kind of in the middle again. Slightly overtuned, as they say, the safe side is strong. Mm -hmm. That's fine with me. Slightly overtuned. It's going to shake up the meta somehow. And so bear that in mind and tune. And I'm a happy guy. Just keep going in this direction of encouraging stacking. Because mm -hmm. I want to play with my friends, want to play with my homies. True. And keep working with Face It. And True. let's get these tournaments going for like plat players and in the client if we can at some point. True. Yep. I like that. Okay. Any other thoughts from you guys? Can I get five gifted? Can SVB get five gifted? <laughs> can we, yeah, can we can get, five gifted? get five gifted? Can we get five gifted for SVB? <laughs> can we help with the partner plus? Can we get five gifted or your band? Tier ones, if okay, if, if SVB gets partner plus, me and Jay, we make a calendar, you know, like yeah. one of those firefighter Banana calendars. Hammock. Shirtless. <laughs> Wait, 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 didn't I say <laughs> yeah, we're going to oil up and do some wrestling? Oh, wait, oh yeah, oh. well, you missed it. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, when was this? Yeah. Just before, yeah, I just Boger and I, twice listening. Boger and I already recorded the mud wrestling, so <laughs> yes, we we just gotta, if we get five gifted, we'll I post it. Got the <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I think that's it from me, then I'm going to sign off. So thank you so much for everyone who has joined me today, J3, Freya, and Boger. And thank you. Hey, production. And yeah, I'm getting to hey, it. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> and thank you to the viewers for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed the first ever live episode of the Goop Up podcast. It's been awesome. I think yeah. it's, it's a really different. Yeah, it was really fun. Feel like pulling up stuff. What's this rock yeah, paper scissors? Yeah, that's that's what will lead to production. So they've done an incredible job here because to be able to pull stuff up and have it highlight on screen, even random Twitter shit. So really big shout out to you. Thank you for helping us so the much. The goat. The goat over there. And, and yeah, thank you to. Uh, to Jody, the community manager here, and, and Blizzard, who gave us the chance to do this live. No. And I hope you guys have enjoyed. So thank you for tuning in. We'll be back soon enough. But from now, here from Irvine, California, peace out. Bye.